dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time and those are lotus stark star wars transformers gi joe and masters of the universe all right save the best for last (laughs) (laughs) so as you can see we have a very special guest host on here possibly becoming a permanent toast if we don't uh, offend him too bad on this on his inaugural hosting uh but if you want to kick it with us you can find us at openyourtoys.com you can subscribe to our rss there there's also links to subscribe to us through itunes through google play listen to us on stitcher smart radio uh, if you want to find us on Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. On Twitter, we are at openyourtoys. Instagram, at openyourtoys. On email, team at openyourtoys.com. And then our dreaded voicemail, which I don't think anyone texted us, or at least I didn't no, get it. It's any, been a while. Like, so, yeah. Been a while. Oh, I guess that episode just went up a few days ago, though. Right, yeah. wasn't the last episode where we were telling people to text us to see if we yeah. could get texts? Yep, yep. So, you haven't gotten anything, have you? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just my drunk text. <laughs> um, all right, Vern, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? They can reach me at facebook.com, Vern.phillips, or any social media outlet at Vans28Skate. That's Vans28SK8. Now, Lotus, I know you're uh, you're a uh, at least a, a semi-private person, um, but as we've talked about on the show, you do Facebook reviews or Facebook reviews, YouTube reviews. Uh, where can people find you on YouTube at least? Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, on YouTube, um, I am at Lotus Stark, uh, so you can literally just Google Lotus Stark, and I should pop up. Um, and just to clarify, I mean, I, I really don't do reviews. Um, it's more of kind of like a showcase. So. Oh, that's that's true. I guess that's right. You're not necessarily critiquing them, just kind of showing them off, that kind of thing. Okay, and yes. I have to ask, and I'm sure other people are, are curious. The Lotus Stark, where where does the name come from? Where do, where do you get your? <laughs> oh boy, here I mean, goes. I know. I'm pretty sure I know where Stark comes from, but Lotus. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just when I was younger, I, I just really liked the design of the Lotus uh, car manufacturer, the way that they were oh, okay. making cars, and nice. um, so that's just where it stuck. And that was, you know, many many years ago, and just uh, ended up keeping that username for all these years. And there you go. Good deal. Good deal. 
Um, if you would like, oh, is there any other outlets that you put out there to the public, or is YouTube the best place to kind of communicate with you? Yeah, I think I think YouTube is fine. Um, yeah, I, I really don't do a whole lot on Facebook directly. Um, so yeah, YouTube is would be a great uh, area to communicate with. And no, uh, no Snapchat or uh, what? What's the one that always had the dick pics on it? Yeah, Snapchat probably. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, all that stuff is for the younger folk. Uh, I I just <laughs> I'm just not into it. I mean, uh, you know, I, uh, I I just try to stay as private as I can. Um, you know, when, with YouTube, I don't I don't monetize any of my videos. I just I do it just for myself. And if anybody wants to watch them, they're welcome to watch them. And if they want to comment, they're welcome to comment. So no no Patreon uh, thing anytime soon is what you're saying? No, I I I, I don't want to I don't want to feel the pressure uh, of any yeah. of that. So um, I I stay away from all that. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I, I mean, it just seems like everybody now is doing a Patreon. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Dude, there's two guys that live in the same city. I'm, I'm almost positive they record at each other's houses. <laughs> and they're doing a Patreon. Like, why do yeah. you need a Patreon? You know, like, yeah. I, and granted, like I say, servers, servers cost money. Luckily, I'm a yeah. web designer. I have to have a website no matter what. And my mine cost me like 50 bucks a year or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. But I mean, I guess I could see back in the day, you know, when Mrs. McFavorite and I were going to five or six cons a year and covering, yeah. uh, you know, recording every panel and all that kind of stuff like that. I could be like, yeah, that that would be good premium content because no one does that anymore. Besides uh, the guy from Toy Hype USA. He's been he's been doing a pretty good job. If if you look him up on YouTube, he's been recording. He's been going to con after con after con, and he's been recording panels. So. It's it's harder it's harder now though to get accepted uh, as media into a lot of the bigger cons too. Yeah, now you gotta you gotta really have a, a huge following on YouTube to even get a media uh, pass anymore. Yeah, and we never we never did media. I mean, we were lucky enough to get into Comic Con complimentary right. due to friends but i'm saying like a lot of a lot of you know people before if you just said hey i have a podcast you'd get a media a credential yeah uh, it's not like that anymore yeah that's exactly right all right if you want to reach me i'm uh facebook.com slash open your toys or at slick mcfavorite on twitter you can get me at slick at open your as well and then slick mcfavorite on instagram and snapchat and all that fun stuff Mrs. McFavor is like, when are you going to join Snapchat? I'm like, I was on Snapchat <laughs> before you were. I'm the Damn. one that I, I showed her Snapchat. <laughs> you OG Snapchat. Exactly. Well, not OG. Just since PowerCon of last year, Cornboy oh, okay. Boy is the one that turned me on to Snapchat. Just for the lenses, just for all the things to play with. McKenzie. That's the funnest part. It's all the filters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, um, Burn. What are you drinking tonight? We're I am being lean. I'm being lean, man. I've got water with one of those Hawaiian Punch five calorie flavor packets, man. I'm getting crazy. <laughs> <laughs> then Lotus, Lotus was funny when we when we were starting up right before we were recording. He's like, 
I hope you don't mind, but uh, I don't necessarily drink. <laughs> so no, I, I, I generally don't drink on Sundays anyway. So, you know, we record on Sundays. I'm generally not going to be drinking anything unless I'm off the next day or on vacation or something. Ah, lightweight. Hey, I spend oh, a lot of time outside. You. Heat. Do you want to say hi? Hi. Say hi, Vern. Hi, Vern. Hi, Lotus. Hi, I you earlier. Hello. <laughs> hey, no, that's mine. Go. I thought it was mine. No, that's mine. Are you talking about the hoverboard? No, that's Daddy's. No, I, I thought that. Oh, no, it's, the really, Metroid? it's really <laughs> No, the Metroid's Daddy's. No, I'm sorry. I, I thought it was mine. Do you want to play with it? You can play with it. No. Okay. Well, then get out of here. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Please close my door. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she learned how to. Uh, she le learned how to open our childproofing. <laughs> oh, it's all downhill Childproof <laughs> doorknobs, <laughs> so now she could come in. Close the door, please, all the way. Okay, don't worry about it then. No worries. Doesn't keep you out anymore, anyways. So. <laughs> Now we need to take them off because now they're just a fire hazard for her. Yeah. <laughs> so she can open them, but just not very fast. So, Lotus, we know it's not alcoholic, but are are you at least enjoying a a liquid refreshment? Um. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I hit up Vern earlier tonight and said, hey, what are you drinking? He's like, oh, water. I said, okay, well, I'm going to have the same. That sounds good. So yep. um, so I am drinking uh, a tall glass of ice water. Delicious. Nice. <laughs> and it's it's straight from an LG refrigerator. Wow. Ooh, That's some yeah. classy stuff. Is that a is that a smart refrigerator? No, no. It's just, uh, it's it just an a, LG refrigerator. Does it have a filter? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, then, yeah, the reason why I bought it is because it had a lot of cool LEDs in it. So that's cool. <laughs> of course. That's awesome. All right. Well, at least I'm saving the day here. You can always count on me to be drinking at any time of the day for the most yeah. part. Um, let's see. I am drinking uh, Red's Blueberry Ale. Beer with natural flavor and caramel color. That's weird. So you got to color it. Is that all it says? And it's a, it's amazing. It's Reds is a Reds is one of the hard cider companies. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've had those are good. Yeah, and so this one's a blueberry, and it's not as sweet as a lot of the apple ciders. That's what I like, and I'm a blueberry junkie. So. <laughs> and I thought you were I thought you were blue balls, not blueberry. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Hey, I'm married, right? That's, that's, I think blue balls comes with the territory. Yep. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and get into con news. Or actually, why don't we do this? Um, I just kind of blew right past this. Uh, and I don't mean to spring this on you, but do you want to give just a, a quick synopsis of your kind of collecting life? Lotus to kind of let sure. people know where you're, where you're coming from, where you're at, and where you're going. Yeah, um, I've been collecting for so many years. Um, I have uh, Transformers is my main passion. Um, just loved them as a kid. Uh, loved the cartoon series. Um, but uh, going forward, I have 
really got into everything. I mean, I've, I'm collecting GoBots, uh, Generation 1 Transformers, uh, retail. Um, I've been collecting retail figures since around 2007. Um, and I was one of those people to do the, you know, basically buy two figures of the same same type, keep one in the box, and then open one, and kind of got into that rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I basically collect a, a lot of stuff, and um, I have I've kind of uh, I, I got into hot toys, and that took me down a rabbit hole. Uh, bought a a slew of Iron Man <laughs> hot toys. I mean, ridiculous amount of them. Um, got into the diorama series where you're starting to buy the, the hall of armor capsules. It was just ridiculous. Um, did a lot of cool photos, made a lot of cool photos with it, but, um, ended up selling a lot of that, that collection and, uh, moved up to some statues. So now I have quarter scale statues. So they're, they're all roughly 24 inches all the way to 36 inches, um, depending on what the actual character is. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I, I've kind of stepped back from retail collecting from the, from Transformers. I, I just try to refocus um, because I was just, you know, I'm just collecting too much at this point. So, Was it know, a space I, issue for you? Yeah, I mean, it's, <clears throat> I don't want to say it's a space issue. It's, it's just more of, you know, I kind of sit down and I, I, I look at my collection and... I'm all about the display, so I, I really, I really like. You do have some beautiful displays. Don't you? I I spend some money, you know, and I don't buy any expensive things. I mean, I go to IKEA, and I, I look at their different systems that they offer, and basically, you know, have tried many different systems that they have, and um, you know, I I like setting up just displays, and, and that way, you know, when someone comes over, they can, you know, they they see it, and it doesn't if they've never been to my home before, you know, it doesn't shock them because it's, you know, they're, they are toys, you know, um, but they're, you know, they're in respectable, you know, furniture looking units, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I've, you know, and I didn't start out like that. You know, I didn't start out doing that. I started out just, you know, having, you know, your basic, um, you know, you know, shelves, uh, you know, the, the stuff that you would get at, at Walmart. Um, you know, I started out with, you know, the plastic shelves, you know, and, um, you know, $30 for, you know, five tier shelf all open, you know, and had my stuff on there. And, you know, as you, you know, if you've collected for a long time, you know, you just realize that, you know, you just don't want to put something like that, you know, I don't know. I, I shouldn't say you shouldn't, you know, want to put something like that in your house, but it's just, um, I've had people come to my home that knew that I was, you know, that I was collecting, but they're not into toys at all. So they have a hard time understanding why I collect what I do. Oh, yeah. um, I, I so all too well. So having the, having the furniture looking, you know, and I don't even want to call Ikea stuff furniture because it's literally particle board. And, but, you know, at least it does give a different appearance, you know, glass doors, nice lighting. Um, you know, it's, 
you could put dishes in them or you could put toys in them. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I've got well, toys too, when, when, you're a, when you're putting a hot toy, you know, something you spent that much money on, uh, on just a, a standard shelf, you know, you, you've got the, the dust that, that, that collects on that, you know, so after a year, you know, you've got to take all that stuff down and clean it. You put it behind some nice glass doors, you know, you're really preserving that um, thing, yeah. you know, from a lot of just general, you know, just sitting out type type deal. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I've, I've done all different types of shelving. You know, I've done the Ikea detolfs. Um, you know, I, I, I played around with, I think I was the first one to ever take a detolf and put it uh, horizontally instead of vertically. It's not designed to do that, but um, I was able to support it correctly in the center to make sure the glass didn't shatter. I don't recommend anyone putting a detolf on its <laughs> side because it does take a little engineering to kind of figure out how to support the center way of the glass because it there's really no there's really no way to to support that normally. Um, but once you figure that out, you basically have a really nice fish tank style, um, you know, 16 by 16 area. Um, or I should say 16 by about 60 inches long. Mm -hmm. And it just gives you a better display because now you don't have to, you don't have all these segmented small little, you know, cubes. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. a wide you have a display. Lot more you get a lot yeah. more display space for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it helps out, you know, if you're doing one six scale figures, you know, 12 inch figures, you know, that's, that's a perfect display that you can really, you know, put them in a action scene or, you know, some type of a, a scene instead of having them all on their each, you know, individual respected shelves. So, and that's kind of what I did when, with the hall armor. If you've, if you've seen any of the hall armor videos, um, that's kind of, I, I basically took two detolfs and actually put them together, removed the back glass out of one of them and actually sandwiched them together, which once again, it's all about structure, so you got to be real careful when you're doing this because you have to support the glass from, you know, not basically caving in on itself because they're not designed to do horizontal. But if you put two detolfs together horizontally, you can really get some real nice depth. And I was able to uh, to do that crazy hall armor uh, to have all of the seven hall armors basically, you know, basically I was replicating the movie. So nice, nice, hell yeah. Hell yeah! All right, well let's uh let's go ahead and get into some con news, and this first one's gonna be a doozy, um, just like every year. Uh, TFCon Toronto happened this weekend, or is it happened? Well, I guess it's over now, but it happened this weekend. Uh, so the big uh, the big fun thing of TFCon Toronto is no Hasbro overlord saying. You can't show IP theft in a panel. So we get the third party panel and this is presented by the chosen prime. Um, all right, guys. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go to the slides. There's 300 of them. Oh, just 300. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just kind of going to kind of blast through these, um, if there's something that kind of grabs your eye, um, let me know, um, or I'll just say, hey, I like this. And there's a couple things that Lotus definitely wants to talk about in here, and there's a couple things I would like to talk about. So let's go ahead and get 
started. Uh, first up for me is Moz Toys. If you guys go past their uh, their pipes and their stacks and their cliff jumper, what I'm kind of excited about is a new Tetra Jet with a very G1 uh, robot mode for Starscream. And I think that is awesome. I'm I'm in the Bobby Skullface family. I love the Tetra Jets so much that I bought all the crappy ones from uh, Im, was it Impossible Toys? Uh, yes. So here's hoping that this is a high quality Tetra Jet. Um, it's it's good. It's not as good as an alt mode as the Impossible Toys ones, but. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I mean, the alt mode for the Impossible Toys ones that everyone, you know, either loves or totally craps on, um, those honestly are are really right out of the beginning scenes of the cartoon. So I definitely agree with you 100% that, that those, are the, uh, those are definitely the definitive for the alt mode. And then the next one, so if we shoot past those, now what I just realized was uh, this is X2 Toys Teletran one, and the one you wanted to talk about was a different one, right? No, no, X2 Toys is definitely the, the company that has been, uh, that has been doing this. Um, oh, they, yep, absolutely. So yeah, so yeah. this is a masterpiece scale Teletran one. Uh, the at least the slide here shows it in the kind of the iconic with the with the auto bikes, uh lying on the ground. But uh, one of the pictures that uh, Lotus shared with us in the group was a guy holding this thing. And I mean, it was it was as big as his arms could reach around it. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. massive. Yeah, absolutely. And and they and just let everyone know this is the second version. So um, they originally uh, pr uh, came out with well, they didn't actually come out to production, but it was a grayscale. And uh, they showed it to us last year, and they actually improved it. They scrapped it. And we all thought the project was dead, and now we see that they're definitely moving forward with it. Um, now, the, the walls that you see in this picture are also something they sell. Those walls are actually already oh. out, so you can buy those. Okay. It does not come with the walls, so it is a separate, uh, separate piece. Um, but, uh, they did produce those walls and we thought the Teletran one was going to be basically canceled and then they go ahead and they show us this. So this is really cool and I'm very excited to, uh, definitely get a pre-order once they come up. Well, like you say, once you, with, when you have a display, a really nice display, this thing will fit in it. Perfect. I mean, I, I think it's for, I think it's for anybody who has masterpiece scale figures. I mean, you could, if you do YouTube videos, you could put this as your backdrop. I mean, I, I just think there's so many different things that you could do with this, um, you know, and uh, it's just really, really a great diorama piece to have. Now, the, the next thing that I find kind of cool, and I don't know, maybe you know where these are coming from, but the next thing are cool little uh, ball-jointed guys. 
um, that are only an inch and a half big. I love the big like finger superimposed in there. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, those things look amazing just for little fun toys. Like, yeah, I mean, well, that's they definitely look cool. I have no idea where they're coming from, but they definitely look cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. Then we get, uh, and maybe the impetus was, and this is, let's see, glad we have a Transformers guy on here. So we get a, a they're calling it Sky Crusher. So a, another jet fire. Um, not a huge fan of the alt mode, but he comes with the little guy too. Oh, these are the guys that are doing the Headmaster Jet Fighters. Oh, that, uh, okay. that must be what that is, is the Headmaster then. Yeah, I couldn't read the Chinese, so. Yeah, yeah. one of you guys needs to learn the Chinese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then we get, what is 14.6 centimeters? 5.7 inches. So this isn't really a Legends Optimus Prime. This is like a deluxe Optimus. Eh, yeah, that's kind of a, a weird one. Giga Raiden, as it's called. Um, okay, let's blow past all this fans hobby. And Lotus, if there's something you want to talk about, just let me know. I'm just sure. Gonna, no problem. I get a uh, I get kind of caught up in my own, like, only want to talk about stuff I like. Uh, let's see, uh, DX9. So if you guys keep going till you get to their Power Glide, um, this is kind of cool. Um, I'm a huge Power Glide fan. Um, I've really loved how a lot of the masterpieces, um, including some of the official ones, are including the alien masks from yeah. the episode where they were filming a movie with the Transformers. <laughs> uh, and then it also has his girlfriend will be with him as well from, uh, what is it? Uh, Power Glide has a heart or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks good. I mean, the, the, you know, honestly, up to this point, the only thing close to, as far as size range for a masterpiece, which it's it's not really a masterpiece, but it was the upsized, I don't know who made it, but it was an upsized power glide. What they did is they took the Legends power glide and they just upsized it. So that's really all we have to fit in our collection right now for anything that would scale with masterpiece. So this is a great a great figure to fit into our masterpiece collection. Yeah, and and I got that one. Again, I'm a I'm a, I'm because I was uh, not well off growing up, I most of my Transformers were mini-bots. So I have like deep connections to Cosmos and to Warpath and to Sea Spray and Power Glide. So not that I necessarily, uh, I'm not building a Masterpiece collection, but that upsized one was like 10 bucks shipped from China. Yeah, so that's, I was that's like... Great. Yeah, it's like, and it's well worth it. I'm sure it's still available if people are interested. Um, and then we get to take a look at Gabriel. Um, so looking good, but we're going to be talking about another option coming up pretty soon as well. Mm -hmm. um, looks like DX, DX9 is also going to be uh, dipping their toe into the Minasaur. They're calling it Attila um 50 centimeters i need to just like 
this is what I use Alexa for in the kitchen <laughs> all the time is measurement stuff. Uh, yeah, not that big. 20 inches is all we're looking at. So 20 inches, that looks like that's going to be a deluxe Minasaur then, right? Yeah, I mean, 20 inches, you know, I mean, with everything, you got to think, I mean, you know, we've, we've got, you know, everything that's always taller. I mean, if this is a masterpiece scale, I don't know, this is a little small. Yeah, especially how the, the combiners just keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're looking pretty good. They've got a nice balance of a little bit of simplicity of the G1, um, but with some extra styling to them. Um, oh, yeah. So there's a picture of uh, one of the limb bots, and there this, he's right in line with where you would think a, a little bit bot would be yeah and he's he's about a little bit shorter than shockwave masterpiece scales shockwave i should yeah. you know so he's he's right there um we get a look at their next two dinobots which who cares uh now are you a comic person at all lotus no, um, you know, I, I never, I mean, I, I read comics as a kid, um, but I just never collected them. Um, and, uh, I just don't have time to, you know, to actually read them. So, well, that doesn't stop me. I just buy them and put them in a box. <laughs> he's been buying yeah, comics and board. Board. hasn't read one episode in 10 years. Since he's been buying yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those uh, long boxes are going to get heavy for you, though, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> Easy to put them in, but it might be hard to pick them up. Exactly. Um, so we get a really crazy, like, turret-looking, like, almost uh, Gundam-style robot, which I'm assuming this is from the comics, or maybe they're just having fun there. Uh, maybe yeah, somebody I'd... can tell us who. It looks like yeah. something from RoboCop. Yeah. yeah. Unless they're unless they're trying to say that's some sort of a homage to Roadbuster, I don't. I mean, it's got kind of Roadbuster colors a little yeah. bit, but I don't know. Um, let's see, Giga Power showing off their Chrome version of their Dinobots. I like these. Oh, dude, yeah. I, yeah. I, they're, they're if sweet. I, if I was going in on dinos it would be the giga power ones right now yeah. i'm i'm in for the long haul on this so if it takes them <laughs> another five years to give me the rest i'm doing it but yeah i already have two of them and i'm just waiting for the rest now do you so you you didn't do the fans toys one you you went nope. i sat back i sat back and i waited for giga power because the scale, you know, for me, um, I'm displaying my Dinobots in Dino mode, so I'm not concerned about the robot mode. Um, and for me, I just, I love, I mean, who, who doesn't like dinosaurs? I just, you know, who doesn't like Jurassic Park? All that stuff. So, yeah, I, I just, in, for Dino mode, I want my dinosaurs to be the largest figures I can get. And... Uh, I was really shocked at the quality um, when I got it. The paint, everything about them, it's, they have a lot of heft. They're very, very good quality figures, and I'm excited to just wait. And I, I, I'm hoping that Sludge is released next. Yeah, cause, and they have, a, they have a couple inches on the fans' toys ones, right, if I remember. Massive, they're massively, yeah. It's, I don't know the exact specifications, but 
Uh, I've got some friends that actually have the uh, fans toys and mine dwarf, literally dwarf them. So Sludge right now is the largest Dinobot uh, fans toys made is Sludge. And I just cannot wait until Gigapower puts out theirs. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on through G Creations, we see their uh, six shot which I am a huge six shot fan just for the pure, pure geekiness of, of doing six modes on a, on a transformer. Um, what I'm really digging about this is if you, you keep going, you'll see him next to uh, MMC's overlord. And yeah. that's the scale I'm talking about for a six yeah. shot. The Hanzo just did not have the scale in my opinion. Yeah, that's, that's real nice. Um, who cares about statues? Nothing personal, Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, the thing that I'm probably most excited out of all of this is um, the uh, Iron Factory Legends Bruticus. They are, like, really far along on this thing. I mean, we're getting... I mean, these look like in hand. They don't look like renders. Yeah, and, and honestly, anything that Iron... I don't own any Iron Factory, but I have heard nothing but good things about their all their whole entire Legends line. Yeah, I, I know... I know... Uh, uh, what's his name on Shattered Cast? Oh, God. Oh, Robert? Uh, Robert, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. he's he's an Iron Factory junkie, yeah. Um, and I'm digging the I'm digging the sound wave in the hand in the in the hand too. I like I like that bigger scale myself. You don't like the Scorpionock? Oh, I do. That's just kind of yeah. old news. Okay, yeah. I like it. it. It's been out for a while. That the Black Zarak one is is just coming out now. But uh, the big problem with that Scorponok is it's only eight inches. So to me, oh, that's okay. not big enough for a legend. No. Like uh, Deluxe has joked around about like he can't wait until they knock it off and upscale it just a few more inches. And that's kind of how I feel. Like if it was just two or three more inches, it would be perfect for a legend's shelf, you know. Um, but yeah, those, uh, those, uh, Combaticons are looking amazing. The, the one thing that I'm not overly excited about is all the, uh, five millimeter ports they put all over them. Yeah. I'm just not seeing a reason why they need to have those everywhere. But I also used to say, uh, the more ports, the better. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it does take away a little bit of the aesthetics of the figure, though. Yeah. Um, and then it looks like we're getting a side swipe. His brother, Sunstreaker, as well. And those look pretty good. Again, Legends are the same thing as MP. For, so the only thing I go complete on that, like, I want a full run, it doesn't matter my connection with the character or not, is Chug. I'm sticking with it. And MP and Legends for me are kind of like all-star stuff, like my favorite characters, my favorite, uh, my favorite molds, that kind of stuff. So 
No real need for a side swipe and Sunstreaker here, but they look amazing. I think they look great. Yeah, they really do. Um, cool thing is, uh, Spark Toys, I, I really love their War Within Prime. Again, too expensive for, for kind of a niche thing, but uh, now they're doing a War Within Megatron and a War Within uh, Grimlock. And the Megatron looks great. I, I have the uh, I have the alternate, not the alternators. Uh, what was the diecast one? Titanium. Titanium. Yeah. Yeah, I've got the titaniums of these guys because I do love War Within. It's one of my favorite like sub stories or whatever you want to call it. And that Megatron, yeah. the Megatron looks dope. The the Grimlock. I've always loved the Bolt the bot mode the tank mode i've always hated and and even though they made it look as good as they could here it still just looks it looks like a top hat with guns on it to me is what it kind of looks like <laughs> um so like it won't be buying those um tfc's toys uh what are they calling it poseidon um is looking this good. Was, is this Poseidon? I thought this was a uh, tentacles or something. Oh, the uh, the individual one. The I think they're calling it a hundred kills or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, That's what. Yeah. But yeah, the combined. Form, the combined. I'm not one. sure what gotcha. they're calling that, but get a good look at it. Looks like you're going to be getting some extra parts to make uh, their guns and stands via the. Uh, G1 homage. Uh, we get the uh, Trinity Force. Again, kind of past my time, so not a huge interest in those. Uh, let's see. Good Lord. Got uh, quite a bit of those. Let's <laughs> keep going. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of them. Now, Bad Cube, this was the one that you were excited for, right? The, or not excited for, but this is the the brawny that you just got, was the Bad Cube one? Uh, I'm trying to still get through all these TFC toys. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I just they're, fell behind they're, now. Um, they're really excited about their Road Caesar, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, Bad Cube is, is the company I just bought the uh, brawny from. They just reissued him. So yeah, looks good. Looks like they're gonna they're gonna redo their uh, huffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huff, huff and pipes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and the thing is, is is uh, I I think originally Bad Cube was Cubex. I'm pretty sure they had someone do a Cubex, and Cubex did make a huffer and pipes. And it's pretty much the de facto standard right now if you want a masterpiece scale um, Huffer and Pipes. So now Bad Cube is going ahead and, and gonna gonna do one um, in their in their own uh, you know their own way. And then uh, something that's been really interesting, just kind of in general, is Wei Zhang stepping out of the uh, upscaling knockoff arena and actually doing original mold so we've got a we've got a megatron that's up for pre-order right now mm -hmm. and then uh something really exciting especially if they can 
if they can get a good price point on this, we got Ultima Guard. So Wei Zhang's uh, Omega Supreme. I, I, I really think it's crazy. I mean, you've got so many companies do it. We have Fans Toys came out first. <laughs> You know, Giga Power actually did show a drawing of Omega Supreme, but, you know, they're way behind everything. But Fans Toys, you know, has theirs. You know, now we have we have DX9, and the DX9 price point actually changed. Now, I don't know if you guys know, but um, I'm in for the Fans Toys. Um, I pre-ordered that a long, long time ago. And uh, Fans Toys, it was originally $450 for the two parts because they had part A and part B. And uh, so $450. And when DX9 dropped their price at the 229 price point, it actually kicked Fans Toys in the butt. And basically, Fans Toys came out and said, hey, we're going to lower our prices. Yeah. So they ended up lowering their prices. And I think right now for Part A and Part B, because you have to buy two parts to make Omega Supreme for Fans Toys, it comes out to about 340 So they, they chopped $100 off of the price retail. And I think that's really amazing that we're now starting to see the, uh, you know, the, the difference in the market, uh, all these companies competing with each other. So yeah. I'm interested to know what the price point is going to be on this bad boy. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping for about 150 You know, Wei Zhang seems to be they they've got they've got the the you know the the death lock on being able to produce large again now they're knocking off engineering so now it, they're going to have to start paying engineers but uh, they seem to have the lock on being able to produce large super high quality figures at a fraction of the cost that's the think, thing you think that's... the tank is motorized on this no, I, don't I don't think they've done any yeah. any kind of like action features like that before. None, none of them to this point are motorized. So I know the Fans Toys DX9 are not motorized. Uh, we do have LEDs in them, but that's about it. So yeah, so that'll be exciting to see where that comes in. Uh, then we have a new company, as far as I know, Rising Force. Um, they're they're going to step into the Minasaur uh ring uh they they're just showing motormaster but he looks Come pretty on. good here really you think i mean he looks like he's wearing little optimus slippers i i don't it looks like he's wearing slippers uh i don't i don't i don't i don't, I don't know if i agree with that he no you don't you you like you like his feet like that I, it's an homage to the g1 toy i yeah. i kind of dig that but I don't know. Like I say, I, I, this is also coming from a guy that finally picked up Intimidator. So the, the first third-party Minasaur ever, uh, <laughs> just a few weeks ago. And that's the fan toys, uh, or not fans toys, but uh, fans project, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, it was probably a bad decision because, uh, uh, spoiler for people listening, I got laid off a couple weeks ago um, yeah and wouldn't have been that big of a problem besides i went off and and probably spent close to about fifteen hundred dollars on toys the month prior so man. yeah that was a little uh <laughs> that was a little bit of, <laughs> i was like i'm doing great i i've refinanced my house we're do, gonna do a major renovation and then yeah i've got laid off so 
It'll be kind of interesting, but uh, yeah, I, I went on a Make Toys fans project kind of craziness and picked up their Dinobots, picked up a few of their Headmasters, uh, got their comp, got Make Toys Computron, got the fans project Minosaur. So now I'm I'm really not too sure why why everything is is has been on sale lately. I know a lot of companies have been putting their stuff on sale. I mean. Is is Fans Project going to be able to survive? Do we know if there's anything new coming out from them, or what's happening with Fan, Fans Project? And and I don't know. I, I'm just glad to see that Make Make Toys is progressing. But yeah, as far as Fan Pro, Fans Project goes, I mean, the I think the whole move on from Chug has been the real like killer for them. I mean at least on the Facebook groups I'm on, like no one gives a shit about Chug anymore. It's all yeah. masterpiece. That's all that matters. So, and I mean, that's, that's what I loved about them was their small, intricate designs, you know, yeah. but yeah. Um, let's see. So skipping way ahead, uh, we get to uh, generation toy guardian. So their defensor, it's looking pretty good. Looking to be one of the best defensors we've seen, in my opinion. Yeah, it does really, it does really look nice. And I don't know. It looks like, yeah, looks like he's got some lighting effects as well, possibly. Yeah. Um, and then we get an Optimus Primal, which is really weird because it's a Mech Primal. So looks I think like. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, I I dig it. It's it's just not really. It's not like cartoon accurate. Nah. It's not you know comic book accurate. Um, looks like the next thing that they're going to be getting into is a um, uh, Predikink, which is kind of weird because this first one, if you go to right after the monkey, if you go the they're just showing silhouettes. Yeah. That that bowl is is really like skinny yeah 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 but yet the uh the other one is really bulk yeah it almost looks like the black line from voltron yeah a little bit and that's what and if he's supposed to be the lion like the lion should be skinnier than the bull and so yeah that's kind of weird plus it looks like he's got a unicorn Maybe it's the first Transformers unicorn. Yeah, it could be. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there's actually a trans. There's an official Transformers unicorn, and I and I own one version of it. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> uh, so then we get into Transform missions. Their Minosaur again. I I haven't been happy with this since the first original figures, and I know they're. They're like comic accurate or they're um, uh, accurate to some source, but I hate the doors on the arms that these guys yeah. have had. Um, I just can't, I can't do it. To me, that's, that's the worst kind of kibble is doors on arms. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's shields, man. It's their shields. Exactly. No, I know. Um, but their Minosaur looks, or their Motormaster looks good. I can see your point. His feet look much better than the the cab feet of the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) I think what I like the most about this is 
or what I disliked the most about the other one is that his cab was right up against the trailer. So this one, at least it looks, um, looks like a semi truck Mm -hmm. and the scale, the prime is perfect in it, in my opinion. Um, combined versions looking good. Uh, fans toys. We've seen all this stuff. Uh, so can you go to the crotch shot of Omega Supreme? All right. Let's, uh, you don't want to talk about the face. Oh, is this, was the face something new too? I have. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of people complain that the face looks too human, but, uh, I mean, honestly, the, you know, in, in the, in the movie, he definitely had a, a you know, a human kind of face, uh, I don't know. I, I, I like the face sculpt. I think a lot of people were complaining about the face sculpt. But, um, yeah, and yeah I've, al- much. I've always been a, I've been a big fan of the, of having a face on there. I mean, that's uh, when, when I went to the G1 toy was one of my favorite toys. Not that I ever owned it, but I have a friend that did. And that was the one of the things I was most excited about when they re-released it was they gave him a face on the reissue. Of mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I was very happy to get that instead of a vintage one that just had the blank, blank under the visor or face mask, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Can it really be called a face mask if there's not a face underneath it? There's a a philosophical question for you. All right, hold on. My my computer died, so I had to get my charger here. So you wanted to look at the crotch shot here. Oh, yeah. So so they just added a little triangle, I guess. Is that what they're showing? Yeah. Why people are complaining about that? I'm, you know what? I'm really not too sure. Uh, I'd have to actually research that. I don't know what the significance is. I mean, uh, I guess it. What they're saying is that they're going to include. It almost looks like it's a parts forming piece that's going to be included uh, to have two different modes. But I really don't know what that is homaging. Um, I, I, I think it looks a little better to have that that piece on there, but. Um, I, I don't have any interest in, uh, you know, it wouldn't have stopped me. I, I, I ordered it, you know, when it was the first, uh, the first grayscale picture. So, yeah. And it lo- I'm looking at, I just happened to have my G one here. It looks like the red goes all the way down on the G one. So maybe okay. that's what people were okay. complaining about. Gotcha. Um, and then we get a, so Perfect Fusion, this is a new company too, right? I don't think I've ever heard of it. Perfect that. Fusion, they made that the Celsium something. Uh, so, no, they, they have been around. Um, but, yeah, they're always doing their Dinobots. So, yeah, so we get some Dinobots. We get a pretty good-looking Cyclonus from them with some, uh, with some IDW modifications to the head. Uh, but again, just, oh, yeah. I'd like to see that the jet mode is just a render. I'd like to see that. Oh, there's one. That's not a, no, those are renders too. Yeah, they look like they're all renders. Yeah. So I'd like to see that jet mode, not as a render. (laughs) 
uh, Mastermind Creations, they're going IDW absolutely insane, which, hey, if you're an IDW fan, more power to you. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I, I am digging this Megatron that switches from his his like minor mode or his uh his gladiator mode whatever you want to call them uh their oculus max the uh cassettes are looking better than they originally did when these when they first showed pictures for them i just thought they looked really goofy and uh looking a little bit better in my opinion here uh the Get a Cobalt and Century for you uh, Japanese variant people. Um, still not super excited about their Rumble and Frenzy. They just look a little tall and skinny for me. Yeah. Uh, don't, 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 uh, and Vern, I don't know if you know or not, but these are full-size real cassettes. Yeah, I was looking at the pictures. I mean, they're showing like a it's, actual like boom box and, and like yes. old, uh, old cassette player. It's pretty cool. Yeah. These are actually one-to-one -one scale with a real cassette. That's awesome. Yeah, whereas the 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 ones from G1 and the ones for Masterpiece are mini cassettes or micro. Right. Cassettes. Yeah, the picture uh, of like Laserbeat coming out of that uh, like old Walkman is really cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love yeah. that shit. Um, all right, so let's get past all this. Then we get into render forms and some of his upgrade kits. Uh, moving on past those. Are you guys big? Are you guys big on upgrade kits? I mean, as far as spending extra, I mean, you already spend a whole lot of money for the figure initially, and then to go ahead and spend money on upgrading, you know. I would only something? be in the upgrade kits if it was G one inspired. Okay. Yeah, Personal. that's and, me. And a lot of them will do that. I mean, a lot of the more uh, basic ones will give them a G one gun. You know, Hasbro mm -hmm. tends to stylize their weapons. With the with the Titans Return, it seems like every gun the head has to be able to sit in it. So that's kind of shitty. You know. Yeah, that's true. Um, non Neff probably has some of my favorite upgrade kits. Um, not only just because of the kit themselves, because they're inexpensive i mean i think that's the thing that drives me crazy especially about render form is like his galvatron sets that he's showing that's like 30 dollars 30 35 dollars yeah. for a few extra things to upgrade a 20 dollar figure or a exactly dollar figure and that's what i can't get with is when the upgrade kit is as much or more than the figure. Um, Non-Neff has some cool ones. Like he has a briefcase for Brainstorm. Mm -hmm. But it's only three bucks with like $4 flat shipping. Like that I can get. Yeah. Uh, he, he was making he was making uh, silicone tires as well. And, and uh, I forgot. Oh, really? I, I, yeah, I, I read an interview um, that he had. Uh, this was a couple, maybe a year ago. But yeah, he makes silicone tires, silicone tires as well. And uh, you know, he explained the whole process and everything. And I thought that was really, really cool. It's basically, uh, you know, him and his uh, his wife, um, you know, doing it out of their garage. So wow. it's pretty cool. 
That is cool because uh, rubber tires are are like my thing. Like you yeah, put he, rubber tires on a vehicle, you you he, get an extra star. In yeah, rating, and, you know. Yeah, he he chose he chose a, a specific uh, silicone rubber that that uh, would last longer than your traditional uh, rubber that they used on our G1 toy toys as far as cracking and stuff. So it's pretty neat. Oh, that's cool. All right, I'm gonna blaze past all this KFC garbage. Um, no offense again. I, I'll need to uh, I'll need to figure out where your loyalties lie, Lotus. I don't know if you're a KFC person or not. No, I mean I'm I'm very yeah I'm very specific in, in what I buy. Um, you know, and and we can talk about that possibly another time. But uh, yeah, I mean I, I I'm not really loyal to any specific company. Um, I've heard a lot. You know a lot of stuff about Keith and and how KFC is tied into a lot of other companies and stuff. So it it's it's an interesting story which keeps me coming back for more. But uh, I don't own any KFC products. Yeah, I've got a uh, when they put the uh, their twin cast when they put them on sale at Big Bad, I ordered that because it was fifty bucks. Um, did you have any problems with the paint, though? Because that was I, the whole thing, is the paint would was would chip. I, I haven't even gotten it yet. Okay, and, okay. And really, my main thing was the cassettes. So I love, I love Scorpion. So it comes with a Scorpion, and then it comes with, uh, not Minerva, but uh, the pink, the pink girl cassette. Um, so, so that, to me... I was almost going to pay 15 to 20 bucks a piece for those cassettes by themselves. So then I figured, okay, it's big, bad toy store, which means it's essentially free shipping. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, then I could look at the twin cast to see if I wanted to buy the blaster. And now they, now it's pretty much guaranteed that we're getting an MP blaster. So I, I'll be, I'll probably transform that twin cast. I'll be very careful of the paint though. Thank you for letting me know that. Yeah. Be be very, very careful. Cause that was, that was a concern. Yeah. I'll probably transform it a couple times and then sell it for 20 bucks if anybody wants it. Um, so on Dex Transbots, uh, their cosmos is looking amazing again i'm a mini bot fanatic and i'm really liking this um it's got the little uh uh i don't even know what you call it the little beaming thing as part of the stand really neat yeah that's perfect perfect and then it even looks like it's got the little like alien life form that gloms onto them in one of the episodes Mm -hmm. on the back there so, do you have any idea what the spray paint can is? Oh, was that how they got the alien off of him? Yeah, maybe. I I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll have to go ahead and check that out. But I'm excited. Being a graffiti artist, anytime you get a spray paint can as an accessory, I'm all about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, definitely heard you, heard you say that many times. <laughs> Um, and then they are dipping their toes into the masterpiece, uh, Minnesota land. And, uh, so there we go. We get, uh, Optimus Prime feet again. 
uh, on this one. They are going slavish to the cartoon, it looks like. Extremely simplified. That render of uh, what they're, they're calling a monolith of Minasaur, man, I think that's probably the smoothest MP yeah. I've ever seen. Yep. It's uh, very, very, very smooth. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's basically our, you know, it's our G1 with articulation, essentially. Exactly. All right. Jesus Christ. 311 slides. There you guys go. Um, let's see. What else? Did we have something else for uh, TFCon at least? Oh, so those were all the slides. Um, and then if you go to our show notes, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't represent these or, or promote them well at the beginning. Uh, if you go to openyourtoys.com at the top of the page, you have a link to the show notes that the exact same show notes we use while doing this show. So you can click on the links. You can follow everything that we're looking at, we're talking about up there. Um, in addition to the slides from the third-party panel, uh, TFW is also keeping up a thread with pictures from the actual show floor. So um, you're getting some of the in-person things. Oh, there's a Cosmos. Let me take a look at that Cosmos. Oh, yeah, that's looking good. It looks really big. Maybe it's that's just the force perspective. But yeah, uh, but yeah he's looking good. Uh, so if you want to kind of see more in-person pictures of some of this stuff, the one thing I was kind of excited about, if you look at Planet X and you go to the Fall of Cybertron Ultra Magnus armor, this is something I'm kind of excited about. Hmm. Um, yeah. Again, being an Ultra Magnus fanboy, if you scroll down just a little bit, you'll see the picture from the game of what mm -hmm. Ultra Magnus looked like. So I think that armor looks pretty good, and it is. It's a, it fits over the Prime. Now is this has got to be their Prime? Oh yeah, obviously it's got to be their Prime. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited. I wasn't going to get their Prime, but I might get that Ultra Magnus, depending on how it turns out. At, at this point, with the third party, like we just said, we went over 311 slides. Like, I just will not buy anything anymore without seeing reviews of stuff. I'm just... Yeah, it's it's tough. And, and the, th the thing is, is really... You know, back, you know, maybe a year ago, you you had to be worried about stuff selling out. And these days, you just don't have to worry about that anymore. I mean, there is so much competition in the market. Plus, these companies are continuously reissuing the figures. So, like you said, there's really no pressure to buy at this point. You know, if you want to wait for a review to come out and then kind of go ahead and decide and make your purchase after that. Yeah, if people didn't learn their lesson with Quake Blast... I mean, I, I don't know what'll teach them that. Yeah, if, I if, happened to get out. I got out right before the market dropped because oh, I paid. <laughs> yeah, I paid the aftermarket eBay prices to get him. Oh, and, uh, to get the you know fans toys and uh, yeah, and I got out right before the market just fell. That's awesome. Well, I'm 
I'm glad that happened. Yeah. Some people, oh God, I couldn't imagine paying 350, 400 bucks. And then a couple of weeks later being like, Hey, we're reissuing it in three different colors. And, and this other yep. company is going to knock it off. And, you know, <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that was the intro and one storyline, and we're about an hour into the show. So uh, we're going <laughs> to go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back with the entire rest of the show besides one new story. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lotus, and I know you should know, having yes. listened to all the episodes, all we do is leave them with the peace. 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 Tired of losing battle after battle in the sky, the Autobots create the ultimate robot jet, Jetfire. But the evil Decepticons have a secret new weapon, Shockwave. Sold separately from Hasbro. Guys, welcome back. So yeah, so that was a that was one one news story <laughs> for half of the show, yep. or a third of the show. Uh, but this next should go pretty quickly. Next up, San Diego Comic Con Super. Oh, I put Sewer Seven Fan Cast Four. Uh, I personally are are am liking these things. The community yeah, I like them too. is. The community is starting to bitch about him already, and I'm what, like, dude, what are you? Are you Jesus. surprised? I mean, it's a He-Man community. I know. I'm just it's like... ridiculous. <laughs> and you just uh, imagine if they had if they if we, they had the the GI Joe uh, deal. You know, you imagine. <laughs> well, they did have it for a while. They had no product yeah, for. But a they've few also years, had one of the most but... successful toy lines in modern history right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many other toy lines put out 150 freaking figures? Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, a fucking none. a three hundred dollar yeah. play set. Of yeah, fucking, yeah. yeah. Of vehicles and everything else. I mean, you, there's no six inch toy line that put out that much of stuff. So speaking they've got a lot of, to be thankful for. Speaking of which, it's not in the show notes. I should have put it in there. Uh, alias Angel Alias pointed it out as right now on Walmart.com. The uh, Battle Ram is half off, and Point Dread is half off. So you can wow. get those yeah, for steal that up. Yeah, sixty-two yeah. bucks and forty-two bucks, respectively. Nice. So, or sorry, reverse that. Forty-two <laughs> and sixty-two. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been drinking at all. No. Uh, <laughs> and now that you're laid off, you won't be drinking, you know, as much. No. Actually, I, so I've I got laid off right after Fourth of July. Based on my paperwork, I was actually supposed to be laid off before Fourth of July. And I think because, like, no one came into our office that day, they decided to postpone it until the <laughs> until afterwards. Oh, so, man. yeah, the, the the last week and a half has been uh, uh, pretty blurry for the most part. But now I got to buckle down. I got to start my job search. I got to uh, – the big problem is it's because I'm a designer. I haven't kept my portfolio up, so I have to get a new website up and blah, blah, blah. But um, if anyone's listening, part of my portfolio project uh, before I can start looking for a job 
is doing some new projects that use uh, newer technologies that uh, a lot of my older clients just they weren't the audience for so if you're looking to do some whiz bang stuff you have a cool project you're working on and you need a website uh hit me up at slick at openyourtoys.com and we can work out a trade or something very low cost so i can put you know kind of a newer jazzier stuff in my portfolio doesn't doesn't our website need to upgrade that's the first thing to be done <laughs> is i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna read you were talking about doing shirts for yeah, no. TFCon, and I do yeah. want to do shirts because I, because I'm about to retire this logo. I'm a, I'm oh, gonna really? read. Yeah, I nice. mean I'm not gonna freshen things up. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. not do too crazy, but I'm gonna do a more modern font. You know the Wait. the font I chose at the time, textures and kind of hand drawn things were in, mm -hmm. and right. so now I'm gonna do. Are you kind keeping of the a, same colors, the red, white, and black? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those are, those are my favorite. I, I never, Excellent. good choice. I'll, I'll stay with those, but we're going to modernize. We're going to be mobile friendly. We're going to get crazy yeah, man. with it. So you might be able to get text and shit. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so during the fan cast, they, they pretty much talk about um, everything masters. Uh, the ultimates are on their way. Everybody relax. Yeah, they're on a ship somewhere in a deep blue sea. <laughs> yeah, they're yep. they're at the dock. Uh, what's funny is uh, a friend, one of my roommates in college, is one of those dock workers that run those ten-story cranes at, at like huge docks around ports. And so uh, whenever I hear about dock strikes and stuff like that, I think about her. She was always like a tomboy, but uh, it's crazy to think that she's like, she could be picking up our Masters of the Universe Ultimates as we speak. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I've got quite a few friends who work on the docks in Baltimore, right down oh, the water. Really? Yeah. Nice. Um, so they uh, showed in color the carrying case. So this is the love, reaction. Love this thing. See, and I just, I have not liked the art since they oh, came out with I it. I do. I, I think it's so cheesy. Man, I know. It. It's so cheesy. What? I know. I love it, though. Oh, I, oh, so I can, if you're going to look at it from a cheese level. Yeah. And actually, most of it looks good. It's just that He-Man with the eyebrows. Oh. Remember, we, we said the He-Man kind of looked like Spicoli from Fast Times <laughs> of Ridge Man High on that one, <laughs> the one package. <laughs> But I'm loving that you get the blue mini comic merman with yeah. it. I mean, that's that's cool. Um, but yeah, I'm just like I. I, I just, just like was... how it's an old retro vinyl, you know, throwback type case. Yeah, that that is cool. I'm not I'm not even a master's collector, but that is cool. That definitely brings back uh, that that old vinyl feel. That's yeah, cool. and and you know, like the Star Wars figures had cases like that back in the day. So now that these things are the same size and they 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 have that Star Wars feel, that's that's what I really like about them. See, being uh, being poor, I would never waste my uh, toy dollars on a case. Never. Oh no, I never bought I've, a case. Either. They I've were always bought for me by like an aunt at Christmas time or something. Oh, you know, be a Christmas gift that was given to me like that. But yeah, me neither. I never had the Vader. I never spent my money on like the Vader case or the C three PO case as a kid. Exactly. Um, Super Seven uh, being. 
if people don't realize this, Super 7 was an art toy company before anything right. else. Um, they've been doing art toys and working with artists for, God, almost 20 years now. Um, so it goes without saying that their uh, apparel is looking amazing. I, I love this. That Hordak is absolutely yes. amazing. The, yep. the slime pit, well, granted, it's just the line art. But I, it looks so dope that it's it's just uh, line art with the slime colored in. Yeah. Uh, well, even the gray skull with like the, the you know the just the basic like mountains behind it and all I like that. Yeah. I like the little orco. I like the orco one. That's cool. Yeah, that yeah, is cool. And bright. It's just well, simple, looks, you know. Yeah, it looks like it's screen printed, but on the video. They he was talking about an Iron Maiden concert and he said that on the Iron Maiden sweatshirt that it was embroidered. So I'd be curious. Huh. Um, the Mad Ball Skeletor is awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Uh, have you guys bought any of the not the sidetrack? Have you guys bought any of the Mad Balls? They they reissued them. Every, they, I've never seen them anywhere around here. Every t- like they must just get bought up immediately. Yeah, have I, you checked Target? I mean, Tar- Target is really where they're always sitting there. No, I haven't checked. I usually go to Toys R Us, but okay. um, I really haven't looked for them at Target. Yeah, ch- yeah. check Target. They they definitely have them. Yeah, and I'm actually, and this is one of the awful things. Uh, here's uh, some consumer fraud for people. Close your ears if you don't like this. But uh, uh, <laughs> I pre-ordered one online through my comic book. I use a discount comic book service which is really cool. They give you like 20% off of everything, including toys. So I ordered my, the, the one bad thing is you can't cancel anything. So once you put a pre-order, that's it. You're going to get it and you're going to be stuck with it. Um, but I ordered a mad ball through them because I had the eyeball one growing up. And so I was like, I'm going to get this eyeball one. And it is awful. It looks nothing like the vintage toy, and I should have seen it. Like now, I can look at pictures and be like, "Oh yeah, that." It looks just like the picture, and the picture looks nothing like the vintage toy. And so, luckily, because Target carries them, I'll do a no receipt return to get my money back on it. But I, the the squeeze isn't too far off. It, it's about as dense as it was um but i just don't like it there's too much like wash on it you know the original ones were really clean they had really clean paint lines and that kind of stuff so i think that's why i don't like them very much and then there are ones that are kind of like the originals where the paint is clean but they're smaller and they're more simplified designs. designs. I haven't, I haven't had an original Mad Ball in my hand, and since the, I couldn't even tell you what the, what, what the original ones felt like. Oh yeah, oh, see, and I just, I mean, remember. it's been that long. Yeah. And there's a, there's a vintage dealer that just popped up at our local toy shows here. Like, like it's a miracle when a new dealer comes into town or someone selling considerable amount of collectible toys because we all know each other and we've all been selling stuff for so long that uh this new vintage guy popped up uh i bought a complete panthro from him for like 10 bucks 
I was like, and the Panthro's in horrible condition, but shit, his nunchucks alone go for like 15 bucks on eBay. Hell yeah. Um, but he had tons of mad ball stuff. So he, I was like, do you mind if I just touch one of those? He had a vintage one. And so I got to like squeeze it and shit like that. But anyways, um, let's see. Uh, also at uh, San Diego Comic-Con is the faux pop panel. These guys originally did the uh, Turtle Power documentary that was very well received. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing the uh, Masters and what is it called? It is uh, hold Power on of Grayskull. Power of Grayskull, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they got a whole panel. Now, again, it's uh, it's at the Marriott. It's not even in the convention center. And it's at like 7.15 on Saturday night, yeah. which is, I mean. Everybody's going to be partying. I, yeah, I guarantee <laughs> you there's going to be like 10 people in this panel, and most of them are going to be relatives. But it's a cool panel, man. If you're a master's yeah. person, there's not a lot of masters. Now that Mattel's um, super yeah. seven, isn't doing anything with masters as far as panel wise. Um, and since it's not with Mattel anymore, they're not doing anything. So this might be your, hopefully only... somebody will record this. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. would be cool if yep. they did. Um, so let's see here. And then, uh, the big shocker this week, uh, was the Hasbro revolution yes. box set. Dude, when I seen this, I was like, that is the shit. Yeah, wow, well, it just fucking blew up on the yep. Facebook groups. Oh, People dude, it is like, awesome. No wonder it blew up. Look at it. Got... Oh, see, I didn't realize there were so many Micronauts. That's crazy. Yeah, they're small, though. They're mini. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're little figurines. They're not mm-hmm. actually figures. But uh, so you get a Matt Tracker, you get an Action Man. The one that everyone's kind of been blowing up about is the ROM. You know, yeah, everybody cool. wants a... Yeah rom space night you get yep. rom's arch nemesis which i don't even know who that guy's yeah name I've, is. I've never seen him before yeah um you get a some guy with tentacles on yeah well yeah. he's using the the gi joe zombie mold that's what i thought when i seen him i thought that that looked familiar before yeah yeah and then uh you get a roadblock which is kind of cool it's a very like renegades-esque roadblock so that's mm-hmm. kind of cool um you get a, a a jet fire in it without all the red chromed stuff which a lot of people hated when we got the american release of that and then probably the thing i'm most excited about is you get a uh, visionary and I don't even know this guy's name. What is it? Uh, Leork? Yeah, something like that. So. Visionaries were awesome. Yeah, they, they were. I, I did have some visionaries. Um, they're really, really cool. Yeah, the, the one I, as I've mentioned before, when I when so I don't go crazy with other lines, I will pick my one favorite thing I remember or the coolest thing from a vintage line. And so I got the one figure I had, which was the guy with the boomerang and he was the cheetah. I don't even remember what his name was, but he was red and gray. Go figure. So did you ever, did you ever get into supernaturals or did you ever have those when you were a kid? Supernaturals? 
I did. I had a I had a couple of the like little ghost guys. Yeah, where yeah, their yeah. Their whole yeah. body was the hologram. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I had some of them. That's cool. But uh, that that is actually something that I do not have my one off of is is those. So that maybe is something I'm gonna look at. They're not too they're course. not too hard to get. They're not very expensive. Yeah, my only problem is is when I get the one thing, it's got to be complete. So yeah. that that is where you can kind of get into trouble with vintage lines is yep. trying to find a weapon. For weapon the costs three times more. Remember, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you'd be you'd be surprised for supernaturals. You can you can find them you know, in the pack sealed for twenty dollars if you want to buy a sealed one if it's your favorite character. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. eBay, here we come. <laughs> Unemployment be damned. Um, let's see. Uh, PowerCon has had a ton of guest announcements. Go to their website, thepower-con.com. Um, but one I really wanted to talk about, just because I got a chance to meet this guy at a BotCon, and he is just the funniest fucker. And just any any panel he's in, he will just steal the show. Um, Scott McNeil is going to be at PowerCon this year. Um, he did. Uh, he actually started his career with the New Adventures of He-Man. He was uh, Flipshot and a few other characters. Um, but then uh, m- more people would probably recognize him from the 2000X series um, from Cartoon Network. Um, he's been tons of things on G.I. Joe, Transformers. What does it say? He's he's recorded 14,000 episodes in his career. Yeah, I'm looking at his voice credits, and it's super impressive. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's very long. And so if you're if you're on the link, take a look at that picture and take a look at this guy with the nose rings and the and the fucking little LeBray and the cowboy hat. I, he is just a fuck. And if you don't see in that picture, he's got his sleeves cut off of his cowboy shirt, you know, yeah. <laughs> and he is just a character and he's hilarious to be around. He's just a funny motherfucker. So if you're going to PowerCon or any other con he's at, any panel he's in is is worth the price of admission for sure. All right, uh, let's see. Hascon, so they have released details about the official experiences. So these are the things that you'll pay six hundred dollars for if you go to Hascon. Mm. Um, People are making a big deal about these experiences being so expensive. Hascon is really not that exper- not that expensive if you don't do these. Hascon itself is like 150 bucks for three days. That's that's almost the price of a generic sci-fi convention that I go to here in Denver. Um, but if you want to do the full experience, uh, the GI Joe one, and I should have read this. Uh, ahead of time i'm just going to be reading this uh soak in a collection of gi joe movie props including fireflies motorcycles costumes and more photo ops with life-size versions of 1982 snake eyes blister card and 1964 action soldier box 
treasures from the Hasbro vault. Now, this is probably the coolest thing is um, Dupree said he, he's been digging in the vault since he found out he had to put this together. And he said he's found just amazing things. So that's probably one of the good things. But again, <clears throat> I'm like, isn't that just going to be a display on the floor for anyone to see? Like, that's what I'm curious about is, about is the is costumes. The I say it almost seems like they're just digging for something to find that they could just charge money for. Yeah. Oh, you know, so this, that, that, sorry, should have read this before that says this is what everybody can enjoy. Okay. Um, well, that's good. That, that's a good thing. Yeah. Amazing collection of original GI Joe packaging, which is amazing. I think anybody that's into vintage toys, you love the packaging, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's no doubt. No um, doubt. So then it says, plus enjoy these GI Joe panels and VIP add on experiences. Um, creating the world of GI Joe characters, hear stories straight from GI Joe legends who created the characters and launched and evolved the story and toys. We get that at JoeCon every year. Uh, creating the world of G.I. Joe vehicles and playsets. Here are the stories straight from G.I. Joe's legends who created this epic lineup. Again, something we get at JoeCon every year. But again, maybe the layman hasn't done this before. Or you never went to JoeCon because it wasn't officially Hasbro or something. I don't know. And then here's the big pull. Again, something we get at JoeCon every year. G.I. Joe Legends Dinner. Joe Con or join CoMC's Del DePriest and Dan Klingensmith. We're gonna bring Dan up later in the show. Uh, for an intimate and entertaining evening event featuring one of the greatest gatherings of G.I. Joe Legends ever assembled. And it's an add-on or with your VIP purchase. So yeah, not seeing uh, they've <laughs> not seeing the value there. Yeah, they've said you'll get the the missile command thing, the missile yeah. command exclusive, which um, is awesome. Yeah, but um, so let's see what the Transformers experience is now. Lotus, uh, have you been to a botcon or botcons? So I have not. Uh, I have not been to any uh, any bot cons at all. Uh, so I kind of missed uh, missed all of them. Even the one because there's been uh, there's been one in your town. You didn't go to that one. No, no, I, I did not. I was gonna say you could have met me there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not uh, that you would have known who I was back then, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's where I met uh, uh, Plastic Freak, or where where I hung out with Plastic Freak, which is he introduced me to Swage. Um, Plastic Freak, or he's Thorazine on on Twitter. He is like super high end G one collector, like Diaclone, crazy stuff that you've never even heard of that costs $5,000, you know, wow. kind of shit. And so he's the one that got me into Seekers. Like, I had hmm. always enjoyed the Seekers, and he showed me pictures of his Seeker collection, which, you know, what was that BotCon? That had to have had been, to have like, been like, 2012, 2012 or something. Or something. 
No, earlier uh, than that. But he had he already had this seeker collection of like 370 seekers throughout geez. history. Yeah, I mean, it was he since sold that off to focus on more like pre Transformer Diaclone stuff. But if let me ask you a question, if Hot Toys was to do Transformers like metal Transformers that transform, would you would you do would you do those? See, I mean, there it's it would just I mean, for one, it would never happen because, um, you know, Hasbro, Hasbro, Takara, they don't allow to have anything that transforms as a licensed property. So, hmm. you know, there there's there's the only thing that Hasbro allows as a licensed um, third party, essentially, is a non transforming figure or a non transforming object. So, uh, for example, I'm, I'm, I'm into the Ultimetal line. So the Ultimetal line is, uh, of, you know, it's, it's, it's around a thousand, like, uh, Ultra Max is 1100 bucks. It's a highly articulated action figure. It is licensed by Hasbro Asia and, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a non-transforming action figure and that's as far as Hasbro will allow. So Hot Toys would never be able to do that. Um, and honestly, I, I don't feel that I would even feel the urge to get go in that direction. I'm very, very happy with the Ultimate line, and I'm, I'm hoping that they continue the line and, and give us a Megatron next. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's kind of how I feel too. I, I wouldn't mind a super articulated Ultra Magnus from Hot Toys, so something closer to. Now you're talking about robots. You're probably talking not the standard $200 buck and accessories, but something probably closer to like three or 400. Like that would interest me. But uh, just as another option to the ultimate, because the ultimate is the goal. Like if I get a job that pays me, that pays me 20% more than what I made before, the first thing I buy is that Ultimate Ultra Magnus. That's going to be the first thing I do to celebrate my new job. Um, but yeah, I would like to see something, you know, closer to around that. But uh, Lotus is absolutely right. The, they don't ever license transforming shit to anybody. For good reason. You know, the, you just don't want to start yeah. that whole, like, yeah. confusion yeah, because at that point, you know, they're just allowing, you know, what we call a third party transformer at that point, you know, so they, they need to hang on to that. That is the only thing that they are trying to lock down and protect. So with the transformers, uh, looks like everybody gets a get up close to epic collection of transformer movie props. Boo. Uh, meet and get your picture with Optimus Prime and Bumblebee costume characters. That would be cute. But there's always Optimus Prime and Bumblebee characters at at conventions. So not... Univer- you can go see Optimus uh, Megatron at Universal Studios. Exactly. The movie. Uh, photo ops featuring statues of Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Squeaks, and more. Photo ops with Camaro, Bumblebee, and the IMSA NASCAR Transformers, the last night racing car. 
hands-on play with the latest Transformers toys plus previews of 2018 action figures and toys. This is where it's going to be interesting because there is a Hasbro panel at San Diego Comic-Con. And then this is a month later. So it'll be kind of curious what they hold back for Hascon. Uh, historical products from the Hasbro Vault. Again, the, probably the best part about all of this. Designer archives featuring prototypes and imagery of never-before-released toys. Yes. Oh, excuse me. So uh, that might be something similar to what we saw at uh, Pete's Robot Convention. And then... Uh, Transformer panels and VIP add-on experiences include uh, Last Night in the Making, the making of the crappy movie, uh, More Than Meets the <laughs> Eye, get a glimpse behind the scenes of the toy line. That's what I always love. I love behind the scenes on the toy line, like the designer desk on the YouTube channel is awesome. Uh, and this is probably the best thing yet is Peter and Frank sound off the voices of Optimus Prime and Megatron. That would be an amazing panel. I've never gotten to see Welker. They didn't get Welker at BotCons until he only started doing conventions a couple years ago. Um, so I've never seen Frank Welker, and I would love to. Uh, the Prime Wars trilogy, see the story come to life. Transformers, the Hall of Fame dinner. So that's, that was always interesting at BotCon. And then a movie event for the last night. I'm just like, blah. <laughs> uh, which yeah. we'll be talking about at the end of the show. But Oh, it did great in the theaters. To me, yeah. That's, that's the only plus side to it. That whole fiasco is hopefully beyond the bumblebee movie we'll never see a michael bay movie again it's what did I'm you guys did you guys see the last night no okay oh i did thought you see you, it yeah i thought you said on the last show you had seen it that's why no, i said in, i would i said i would never i wouldn't go see that movie if somebody gave me free tickets and booze i wouldn't oh. go see it yeah <laughs> well then uh <laughs> Lotus and I will be having a discussion <laughs> yeah, about it about in uh, Grab Bag because I finally saw it uh, Friday, actually. It, it's in our dollar theater already. Here. <laughs> it's been in the theaters for three weeks, it's, and it's in the dollar theater already. So, all right. Uh, let's see. So that was con news, uh, toy news. Well, then uh, Vern's going to have no idea who Zeus Nitro is. Um, but I thought this was Is he funny. painted or is he gray? He looks like he's gray. It, this <laughs> looks like a prototype, but who knows? Yeah. You never know nowadays. Um, so, yeah, I, the one thing I found really goofy was just how... So they He did looks this, like a seeker. Yeah. So yeah. they did this whole comic thing where they just had him throw out a whole bunch of characters so then they could make toys on them. The characters didn't have any personality, didn't have any influence in the movie. Most of them got blown up right away, but they threw out a whole bunch of characters that they could make toys about. And this is the first kind of uh, uh, secondary character, you could say, that we've seen uh, uh, prototypes for. Uh, now, Vern, this was one of yours that I thought was really cool. When I saw this story, I just kind of bypassed it. I was, I'm kind of yeah. pissed. 
I'm kind of pissed that they didn't find some way to do real mini comics that they just made these what they're calling faux comic covers. Yeah. Um, but once I actually looked at the thing you posted and went through them, it's actually kind of cool. The art, the art is spot on. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm especially digging. So, uh, some of these are homages to the original comics and mm-hmm. some of them are new concepts. Um, the faker one looks dope, kind of the Frankenstein. Rise um, of Skeletor, I like. Yeah, the Skeletor yeah. is amazing. That mm-hmm. is probably my favorite of the bunch. Yep. Uh, but if you don't know, the Ultimates, they're being packaged in vintage-style packaging, and they're not including many comics, but they wanted to have that look of that yeah. colorful art behind well remember characters. we always said it that was the thing it was missing with those it just didn't look you know you don't you don't have that many like the um oh the 12 inch figures ones oh yeah, yeah or the 12, the 12 inch man yeah. figures don't have you know that mini comic behind them they have that vintage yeah. packaging but it just it just doesn't look the same yeah and especially i'm looking at my possessed skeletor from the the three terrors or whatever. Oh. Yeah. And it just looks so plain without right. something behind them. Yeah. So yeah, those are cool. And they're on a boat. They are. <laughs> uh, let's see. Transformer hall of fame voting. Now I can't figure this out. I even tried to read this. It looks like right now TFW is holding their own private voting, which if it's kind of like fan vote for Star Wars, they'll report this back to Hasbro, and then Hasbro will have an official vote, is what it seems like. Yeah, it's very, very odd. Yeah, I mean, if you're on TFW, or probably some of the other bigger fan sites are having their own, uh, you can go vote. They're doing a favorite Transformers character, then favorite Transformers, I love this, that they had to put movie character because <laughs> no one would ever fucking vote for a movie character if they had to go against a G1. And then they do, uh, and then this is a, a really cool one. They do, uh, and this is the first year they've done this, the toy of the year. So I thought that was really interesting and a great way to give some props to some of the behind the scenes designers of these things. I mean, these are, in my opinion, these are engineering miracles, you know, <laughs> I mean, especially yeah. how they squeeze like uh, I'm going to talk about and what we got, but the last night movie Megatron, I mean, for, and granted, they raised the price, but for 30 bucks, that is like an engineering marvel, in my <laughs> opinion, you know. Um, but uh, take a look at the show notes. If you're really interested in it, you can probably figure out how to do some preliminary voting on the fan sites. But I'll wait until until uh, Hasbro announces an official way to vote for that. Uh, oh God, here we go. Another typo canceled Joe items on eBay. So this makes me extremely mad because these are all 
cold weather. I, I, I was just thinking that. Arctic, Arctic G.I. Joe. Yeah, it's like an action man. And we get uh, we get a new ice viper, a new snow serpent, a wild bill, um, a mystery paratrooper. But yeah, just because it's in snow camo, I'm like, gar. Uh, I feel like we might see these somewhere down the line eventually. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing pretty good with the vault, you know, at least with the 50th anniversary stuff. But So th- there's no there's no more G.I. Joe product in stores anymore, correct? Yeah, no. Like, yeah. my Toys R Us haven't had those in months, I would yeah, say. I, I haven't seen any at my Toys R Us either. That's why I was just wondering. Yeah, and, it, and it's in our store report, but those, uh, at least the three packs have started showing up at Ross's. Like, okay. I, I, I'm not one to buy duplicates, but I found, uh, I found the Bat, Saw Viper, and uh, Cobra Officer, the female Cobra Officer at my Ross, and I picked it up. I had a gift certificate, so... That's how I rationalized buying toys when I was laid off. I was like, I got a gift certificate. I'll, I'll buy this even though I don't need it. But yeah, that's the whole thing. The club, the club is loving it. They they are like in the magazine. They're like, and don't forget, there's no product next year trying to get you to buy their shit. Um, now, Toy News. So there's been tons of stuff coming out from Four Horsemen. I just, in the show notes, I just linked to sourcehorseman.com, which Mm -hmm. I think is a hilarious play on words for their (laughs) blog. But this is essentially their blog. You can get to their store. You can get to galleries, kind of background stuff. But uh, uh, they have had tons of stuff coming up for what they're calling their Coliseum wave. Um, included in the Coliseum wave, but available first at PowerCon months ahead of the pre-order, is we first we get our first full looks at their He-Man and Skeletor homages, Adamom and Keltus, hmm. and they look amazing. They do. They did not like, disappoint. Yeah, I mean it. It is impressive. Um, I was a little disappointed that the skeleton head not the one with the helmet but just the regular skeleton head was all blue yeah but i but i love what they did with the helmet with the old school like pointy helmet making it kind of like skeletor's hood over him um so luckily i've got a little bit of an insider there so i'll be getting those (laughs) how do you like the uh, play on names adam on you know adam prince adam oh you got get. Yeah, you got Keltus Keldor. Oh, Kelt. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I didn't even get them. I was like, I don't <laughs> get why they're calling them. That. Yep. <laughs> um, the one other thing, now granted, if you're a troll fan, they're doing a Cyclops of the trolls. Uh, but I think the one, the one like big standout, if you keep scrolling down, it's Coliseum reveal number five is we get the oh god see this is why i need to stop drinking so much during this it's the (laughs) the dungeons and dragons uh what is that guy's name 
the yeah, bad guy. I know guy. you're talking about. Yeah, uh, he's, he's he's got yellow in his uh, the vintage figure you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. All right, sorry. This makes for great radio as I try to look look up the the name of my favorite character from that fucking line of toys. No, War Duke. That's what. Yeah, it was. War. Yep. All right. So we get a War Duke homage. So if you take off his little tunic, you take off his horns from his helmet and put his wings on there and then put one shoulder pauldron on and you got a perfect War Duke. Nice. So, yeah, um, he's not PowerCon. He'll be part of that pre-order that opens up probably by the time this posts. So, uh, again, check out the show notes, top of the page at OpenYourToys.com. You can get links to all this information. And if you're a Horseman fan, go subscribe to their blog. Make sure yeah. you're getting And if you're a Power updates. Lords fan, they've got some more Power Lords figures coming out, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that is a whole reason why I put this on there to begin with. Uh, they're finally starting back up their Power Lords stuff. Um, the guy there, if you're looking at the posts... The guy at the bottom left-hand corner, uh, he's one of the Power Lords I had. Not enough to want to buy him again, but <laughs> it's cool that they're finally starting this line back up. Yeah. Uh, what I really want, Jesus Christ, see, here we go again. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember Power Lords. I mean, they were. Um, it was a short-lived line by Galoob. Was it? Okay. Yeah, they had a comic. I think Marvel Comics did a short comic series. I don't think it ever had a cartoon. No, they only did four comics for it. Yeah. Uh, but something I'm watching on eBay. Let's see. I want to try to find. It's this guy with horns. What the hell is his name? Um, come on. Sorry good radio again anyways it's a purple guy with red wings and he looks i grew up in new mexico so the big thing in new mexico are the skulls with horns on them the cow skulls yeah, yeah. and so he kind of has that kind of look and that was besides a an adam because i had adam too and and i've got him but besides him he was the other power con Arcus, that's what his name was. And he had cool chromed guns that fit in like the clavicle, or not the clavicles, uh, what's uh, the bottom part of your arm? Anybody? No, um, no, no, uh, ma uh, major. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your handmade bone? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it fits a, he's got like a bony structure, so it fits in there. But uh, yeah, again, take a look at sourcehorsemen.com for all the information from the four horsemen. Uh, Pete's Robot Convention shows the last two only human figures. This makes me so sad that these aren't going to be made. So this is the Springer and the Ultra Magnus from the cartoon where Springer, Ultra Magnus, RC, and Rodimus were turned into humans. And it looks like the Ultra Magnus was even going to have the weird, uh, the weird like uh, backpack that had huge guns that came down on it. Yeah. But so sad. 
And we're going to see those guys. Stupid Hasbro wanting to do your own damn convention. Um, and then the thing I'm uh, probably most excited about in toy news is Takara Tomy Mall Masterpiece exclusive Stripes, Night Stalker, Enemy, and Wing Thing. So, so this is something that you're definitely interested in? Already pre-ordered. Okay. Even being unemployed, it's still pre-ordered. It, it's not going to stop you. Well, you'll be, get, you'll be getting an unemployment check too, man, so you can use some yeah, of that money. Well, that's exactly well, that's I got severance. And now the nice thing is is I actually have time to sell some toys. So in between yeah. trying to beef up my portfolio and looking for a job, I'm going to be liquidating toys. I, I have to have I just have to have a connection to it and I just I can't I just don't remember these were these were just encore part of encore right I mean or yeah I'm sorry eHobby yeah e so they they actually have a basis to uh, things in the Japanese fiction but the first place that we saw it as modern day collectors where these are the cassettes that came with the encore sound blaster and twin cast yeah, yeah. Uh, but again i'm just a i'm a variant tape i'm a tape collector anything that turns oh, yeah. into a tape i think is amazing because kids you know if, if you're 35 years I old years you have no idea what that is maybe not 35 maybe 30 but um so this is going to be our first look at uh i think i called them iron jaw but uh steel jaw um on there and then i've always loved the ravage as a tiger i could probably do without the the orange rat bat and the the reverse colored uh rumble frenzy deco but I mean, they, they definitely look cool. I mean, I definitely, you know, they look cool. I just, for me, I definitely do have to have some sort of a feeling to kind of, you know, attach me to it. So I, I just don't, uh, I, I, I originally was buying all the Diaclone Masterpiece, and then I stopped. I, I just said to myself, I don't really have any kind of attachment to it. So I got rid of all my Masterpiece Diaclone. Now, uh, Diaclone Transformers, or are you talking about like the Diaclone, uh, like relaunch? That no, not, not the, not the relaunch, not the Diaclone battles, but the, uh, the actual Diaclone, um, you know, the, a lot of the repaints that, that Masterpiece would, you know, kind of put out Masterpiece Transformers. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just, I just said to myself, this is. You know, it's just, it's too much, too much extra to collect, and uh, I don't really have a connection to it. So the same thing with these. I did not pre-order, and I, I believe me, I'm all in on Masterpiece, but I just didn't feel a connection, so I, I didn't pre-order. I love it. I love it. We got a voice of reason on this show. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we talked about Legends before, but I haven't actually asked. Any room in your collection for Legends? So, you know, I, I'm, I'm having this big battle, the, this big battle of, of, of trying to quit retail, you know, and I, uh, uh, I, uh, I, I feel at this point, you know, I mean, Sea Spray, I, I really like the way Sea Spray looks, you know, Brawn, I, I bought the third party Brawny, so I don't have to buy that. 
Um, even though Braun, I think, looks awesome as a Legends figure. Um, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, the Sharpticon Naw came out. I bought 12 of them. Uh, I don't know what, why the hell I bought 12, but I think they look really cool. I, I, uh, so, yeah, Legends is still uh, a soft spot for me. I, I really do like the Legends line. I think, they're, I think they do a great job at that price point. Now, any connect? So, so your icon is so. Very quickly, what is the the uh, re not a repaint, but a, what's the deco of Ultra Magnus that's your that's your avatar? Uh, that avatar is actually Grand Maximus. So oh, that's Grand, okay. that's Grand Max, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's uh, Delta Magnus. You know, would be Ultra Magnus repaint. Um, but uh, yeah, no, my avatar is actually uh, Grand Max. Um, I uh, I bought him um, a long time ago. I have since sold him. I wish I didn't, but uh, I did have in my possession a 100% complete unapplied stickers uh, Grand Max, and I do have a video of it, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you applied the stickers yourself then? Yeah, I did apply some of the stickers. I left some. I, I just applied just enough just to give it a little bit of a touch, but I left the rest on the sticker sheet. So, um, but uh, yeah, it, I, I wish I wouldn't have sold it. It had it was all mint one hundred percent, and uh, that's you know it's just these decisions you make in life uh, during your collecting career, you know, as I call it, you know, and. Uh, I don't know. There's some bad decisions. I feel, you know, you, you feel like you're <laughs> feel like you're doing one thing, but for what I sold it for back at that in that year that I sold it, um, I can never ever buy something in that condition ever again at that price point. No. So any intro, any interest in uh, these new Palm series? We've got a we've got a Cerebros, which is kind of interesting, kind of an interesting way to take that. Uh, any interest in that or the highbrow or anything? No, I, 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 re I really don't. Um, and honestly, I don't really have any kind of a, you know, any connection to any of the Japanese, uh, you know, versions. It's just a, a time that I, I bought Fort Max. Um, I actually bought the, uh, the Fort Max. I bought the Fort Max reissue. And I had Brave Max, and I just wanted to have Grand Max. So it was a time where I just wanted all of the bots and um you know that's basically it yeah and uh and i and i really like my palm series that i've got i've got uh my four kind of focus the the mind wipe the brainstorm the hard head and the um skull cruncher yeah, but that's, that's awesome it. that's it for me those are good those are definitely a good good uh good bunch to choose i mean that's those are the core core characters exactly and just the best alt modes and all that kind of thing but uh mm -hmm. they do say they're going to do an ape face and a snapdragon those are fan favorites um let's see for get in little three and three quarter action uh the zombie lab kickstarter is finally going to start it'll probably have started um by the time this episode's posted uh, so these are made in conjunction with Boss Fight Studios, so everything is going to be uh, hacks compatible, and this is 
going to be a whole line of zombie and zombie fighter action figures. Uh, we talked about this probably a year ago. I mean, it's been forever, and this thing is finally ready to get started. So I'm super... I'm not zombied out yet. I was I was zombies before Walking Dead, and I'll be zombies after Walking <laughs> Dead. I don't give a shit. Um, I I love them. That was one of my genres as a kid, man. Watching Saturday morning movies, you know, black and white zombie movies with commercials and shit like that. I what, I love this shit. What what kind of zombies do you prefer? Do you prefer World War Z zombies where they just kind of are super fast, or do you prefer Walking Dead style where they literally you could just be next to them and you know you still have time to chop their head off? <laughs> so so the purist in me says says slow and low. That's I, that. That's me. That's that me too. is that is scary. <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the think, Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, the when Dead. when you think you can run past them, but yeah. yet still you get fucked up somehow. That yeah. is yeah. the scariest. But I'll tell you what, like the remake of Dawn of the Dead is yeah, that was probably good, top three zombie yeah. movies with me. Yeah. Um, so I I like I like fast too. I like and and uh, thirty days later. Uh, yeah, 28 days later or that, 28 yeah. yeah 28 days later isn't zombie it's a virus but it's the same thing yeah. i to me that's really scary when they're just like charging at you like non-stop yeah. like yeah. that's kind of how world war z well, was it was real fast yeah yeah well the, the one scene in world war z where they're just like climbing on top of each other to get over top of that wall that's that was, crazy. That was crazy yeah, yeah. that's crazy See it in the in the main thing I hate about World War Z one it didn't stick to the book like World War Z is one of my favorite books yeah of meet all the time. book was way better than oh, the movie God it was yeah. so amazing by, compared by to that far. crap yeah. movie yeah. Um, but the big thing so the one thing I'm anti is I'm anti CGI zombie your yeah. zombies need to be practical effects and I whether they're running or not. They need to be practical effects. But Dude, in Dawn of the Dead, the remake, that one part where they're down in the parking garage and the zombie is coming across a sprinkler pipe so his legs cut off. Yeah. Remember that part? That was <laughs> <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> so I'm excited with this. Besides just getting some human characters, you know, it, there's there's always room for human characters. Um, all right, store report. Uh, Triptychon released in the U.S., so there's actually been a U.S. sighting of this. Um, I didn't see where in Oklahoma. Uh, let's see, 150. So as we expected, so this already hit pre-order on Toys R Us. It sold out ultra fast. For some reason, Toys R Us did the same stupid thing they always do. They put this on pre-order the same week they were having a buy one get one 40 percent off sale so people that were lucky enough to get in that pre-order again you had to buy 250 dollars characters but uh lotus and i talked about how you rationalize <laughs> how you rationalize the cost of something over buying multiples of them uh knowing full well that lazy people like me are never going to sell my shit. Um, but so keep an eye out. That's out there. I saw, I finally saw Cybertron 
at Toys R Us this weekend. Um, again, maybe Triptychon 150. Do not pay 150 bucks for fucking 10 year old engineer or no 15 year old engineering just repainted and cool colors. I don't know. I, I, I really feel these, these larger figures, just like Metroplex, if we, if we just hold out and I, you know, for the people that want to get it right now, that's fine. They can pay the, the price, the retail, or possibly get a little bit of a discount on sale. But I think the game right now is just to kind of hold out and just wait until your discount store <laughs> gets the figure, you know, um, yeah. if you're willing, you know. And that's been the big curse of the G.I. Joe community, you know, so say some of the purists, is as soon as you see something, people say, I'll wait for Ross. I'll wait for Ross. I'll wait for whatever. Um, that's my only fear, is that if if Transformers becomes that, like this Ollie's thing was a big, like, kick in the nuts. Uh, even for me, I mean, I bought my my fortress on Black Friday, so it was a hundred dollars free shipping, you know, sure. that kind of thing. Um, I felt fucked over when it showed up at Ollie's, and people yeah. could buy it and ship it to you at cost for like sixty five bucks. I was like, oh, why did the well, I buy this? Ollie's had MP MP Grimlock too, remember? Yeah, like really it, cheap. Exactly. And I'm just afraid of if we become that community where we're like, nope, not going to ever I, pay retail for that. You know? Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, go ahead. When, uh, when big lots did the $10 figures, remember that? Oh yeah. And yeah, you could get a mega tour and uh, you know, for 10 bucks, but it never, you know, it never really killed the interest. Well, it, it that, made those figures cheap for a while until they disappeared from Ollie's and then they went right back up the regular price. Yeah, well, in the in the big lots ones, like I checked five stores here in Denver and and only saw like three figures, where well, some mean. people where some people were posting like whole end caps of them, like yeah. hundreds of them. Oh no, I've seen maybe ten or twelve at one time, but that was about it. Oh wow. Yeah, I I still feel any any of these figures that if you want it and you want to have it in hand now. You're going to, you know, you're probably going to go to Toys R Us. You're probably going to buy it and, uh, you know, you're going to enjoy it and you're going to have it before anyone else. And then yeah. for those if you want who, it bad enough, get it. Yeah. Cause if you are going to be a, you know, a yeah. waiter, there's still a chance you're never going to get it. There is, yeah. there's definitely that chance, you know, you're, yeah. you're pulling, you know, you're rolling the dice on yep. that, you know? And, yep. but I mean, if, if it's something that you're just buying it just to have in your collection because you're a completist and you, you, you know, that's where you might, you might be able to just wait, you know, just, just wait. And, and then worse comes to worse, you have to pay eBay, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the Metroplex is a good example of it is, you know, a lot of people thought they were going to sit on that. It came and went quick, and now that's, you know, for something, granted, the retail was 150 but lots of people were able to find it for 100 bucks. They did a, they did a Costco version of it yep. that went quick. You know, now that's a $250, $300 figure in the box brand new, you know? Yeah. So, I, I, ended up, I ended up doing the SDCC version of Metroplex. Yeah, that was... I, was that the last year I went to Comic-Con? That's a, Yeah, I think it was. Alias Angel Alias 
won our personal shopper contest <laughs> that year. That where, thing is huge. Yeah, where where I'll pay the shipping, and of course he lives in Florida, so I had to ship it from San Diego to fucking Florida, <laughs> and that big ass oversized butt. I think the shipping cost me like seventy dollars on that. That was a uh, that was a little uh, kick in the nuts for the personal shopper contest, but <laughs> but he got it. He did a video of it, took pictures, and loved it. So I I think uh, next time I talk to him, I should ask him, do you still have that Metroplex? Because do you realize what that cost me to ship that to you as a con- <laughs> contest winner? That was more than our hosting fees for the entire year. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Uh, Walgreens exclusive Clone Legends 2-pack. Oh, God. So this is kind of making me upset because I missed out on the Siege of Cybertron pre-order. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that because, uh, hey, baby, down here. Oh, my wife, Mrs. McFavorite's looking for another shot. Oh, shit. She thought she was all hung over. I guess not so much anymore, huh? She's getting back on the horse. Hey, hey, what are you doing? That was... Taking the rest of my bottle? I didn't even get that. Cheers! Say hi to everybody. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I can't hear what you're saying, but I can see you're saying something. Yeah, she could see the Skype where it shows who's talking. <laughs> oh, I was, uh, I was, Emmy was walking by. She got these tight pants on. I went, mmm, like that to her. So. I love you. I don't want to kiss. I'm trying to hear what he said. What? All right, get out of here, drunkie. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to hear my headphones while they're on my head my head (laughs) i love you (laughs) so uh i'm a clone fanatic i i just love any stupid gimmick like the duo cone the duo cons the clones um so I, I luckily at least got the uh, other one, the Toys R Us, the something on Velocitron. Uh, so I have the Autobot clone, but I don't have the Decepticon clone. And I think now that this is going to be a pretty widely available two-pack, that's just going to drive the cost of that sold-out set up dramatically. So kind of happy, kind of pissed. Um but at least people that were, like I say, that's a perfect point to what we were talking about. If you hem and haw about shit, it might sell out. And now you can't get that, uh, you can't get that other box set, the BBTS exclusive, uh, easily at least. Um, and then last thing in store report, we already talked about this, but Ross has the GI Joe three packs for 1199. So if you've got a Ross in your area, they're all up here in Baltimore and DC. Oh, are they? Well, yeah, yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah. Maybe it's the mid the Midwest that doesn't have them. I thought they were like missing because people used to bitch when there's at least four, four or five of them around here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not so definitely prevalent on the East Coast. Maybe yeah. Midwest is where they're lacking. But 
All right, motherfuckers. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and take one more break. We're about another hour into this cast. Um, and then we'll be back with uh, online what we got, listener feedback, and grab bag, motherfuckers. Peace. 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 Now for a quick escape on a speeder bike. You won't get away with this hot solo. New speeder bike with automatic speed flap. Action figures each sold separately. I've got you now. Bad chance. Bicycle has got your base. I'm in hot pursuit and gaining. Ha <laughs> ha, watch this. Open speed flaps and yeah, I'm going to crash. Biker Scout, you're not all you're cracked up to be. New speeder bike. Action figures sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi collection. All right, guys. Welcome back. Uh, let's go ahead and get on to online TF yeah. Club clearance. Oh, I love God. that word. Clearance is my favorite. Oh, Jesus. What's funny is, uh, so if you click the link, and this was the same link that uh, that they sent us in emails, you say, Clarence, why is there a deluxe figure that costs $500? Um, so, oh, wow, they have, oh, no, they haven't sold all of them yet. Okay. There's also a a ultra figure that's eight hundred dollars so i got so um the transformers collector oh, club 2006 bacon yeah has taken to scalping their own figures to try to make as much money off of the transformers as they possibly can um before they get out and these are just this is fucking ridiculous prices and i love that they are they're like sold as is you know right. like it does not include file card or waspinator for 800 bucks <laughs> this shit is ridiculous <laughs> now this is just their featured items if you actually go to sale and clearance you can see some of the less hard to find wow some of them are still pricey in there, but you can find some of the less hard to find figures from the recent bot cons in there for relatively reasonable, reasonable prices. But Jesus Christ, when you go to that featured, I'm like, that Megatron <laughs> is, is something I've been wanting for a long time. And to their credit, six to 800 is what it goes for on eBay. You know, um, uh, but for them to be selling it for 800 is just crazy, in my opinion. I mean, sell it for a little bit more, but to try to to be the collector's club and then you're trying to sell at secondary market prices on your website. Bullshit. Put it (laughs) put it for auction. Like, I don't even mind that. I don't mind you putting it for auction at the retail price you originally sold it for and then just let it, it it'll get up to six, 800 bucks, but don't put it on your website for $800. Yeah. That's yeah. Fucking crazy. It's, it's kind of a kick in the pants to, to everyone who's collecting. I mean, it's, that's, uh, or I agree. Them, or supported them over the years too. Yeah. That's the thing. It's yeah, not, yeah. it doesn't, you know, it's, it's not, I don't know. I mean, Capitalists, you know, everyone's trying to make money. You know, I understand, but. Yeah, so, but if you're interested in some of the newer, I mean, some of their newer stuff is like 
dirt cheap. So go take a look. Again, show notes, top of open your toys. That's Cam. Um, BBTS uh, put up some SDCC exclusives, which I was very happy about. Even though I have an insider that'll hopefully be picking me up some of the stuff like the Revolution box set um and this one in particular the walking dead shiva force so yeah man. that thing one, is really cool oh god i love it i just wish it was three and three quarter it, yeah. it kind of makes me upset that it's five inch but um i will deal with it because it is an amazing homage to not only tiger force um but we get comic looks and you know just i feel like that's one of those sets that's gonna just go always go up in price you know i don't i don't ever see that set losing value well and it's one of those things there's supposedly only a thousand so i don't know how they're taking pre-orders on bbts because a a thousand will sell out at the show i mean there's no question to that um but uh yeah kind of interesting what is uh the the outcast what is that i'm totally out i don't know who the hell that is i i don't know who that is yeah i was just curious if you know okay never mind do you know the outcast i mean i you know i'm really not too sure i mean i i I watch (laughs) it i mean i know you're talking about ezekiel and no so this is a this is from a Oh, it says from oh, the comic Oh, it's a different series. series. Well, no, I think it's from Walking Dead, but I think it... Well, no, because the logo is its own logo. Yeah, it's got to be... Is it a TV show comic. or something? No, it, it's from oh. a comic series. That's the, says, is, that, is, that the, is that Data from Star Trek? <laughs> it does kind of look like him, doesn't it? Is that the actor? Well, no, I think this is... Oh, no, because here's Outcast TV. Oh, that does look like Data. Yeah. The TV version of them? Yeah, I, I have no idea what that is. Hmm. So, hmm. Uh, what I do know about is Saga. So, you get uh, the Will and Lion Cat 2-pack. So if you I have no s- clue what that is either. Oh, Saga is so good. Like, it is. It a, is it a comic? Yeah, and it's few and far in between where I'll pick up a comic that doesn't have anything to do with something that I know from a kid. But uh, Saga is the one where I picked up uh, I picked up the first two um, trade paperbacks, and it's just an amazing comic. It's just an amazing story. It will be a TV show or and or a movie someday. Um, now who knows if it'll be like walking dead successful or whatever, but it's pretty amazing. Um, new Takara legends up for pre-order. So not only, uh, new figures, like, uh, we get legends bumblebee, which I'm an exosuit fanatic and I almost bought this. It's got a little <laughs> exosuit headmaster with it, but I'm like, oh, I just can't do it. Um, but uh, we also get a slug slinger, so that's a target master. For people that missed him, and and he's gone like through the roof, you get uh, their legends blur, 
So instead of just being one teal color, it actually looks like blur. Uh, so there's another ch chance at that. And then that's pretty much it for the exciting part. Uh, the Their Octane is up, their Scourge. Sharkticon? Um, and the Sharkticon's been up for a while. I have that yeah. on I have that on pre-order. I have two of the Hasbro ones, which is amazing because I normally never buy more than one of a certain figure, but I bought a couple of those. And then I also ordered that Takara version. And then uh, something I just wanted to bring people's attention to, kind of like the Source Horseman, not necessarily the four franchises, but something that plays very close to it, is Big Bad Studios has uh, partnered with Boss Fight Studios, or is a reseller, whatever you want to call them, and has an amazing amount of figures, blanks, accessory packs, skeletons, and stock from them. Um, nice. so you say, Hey, well, I buy my stuff from boss fight. Well, that's great. The nice thing here is, is you can combine this with your pile of loot. Um, like we talked about in the last show, big bad toy store now has a $4 flat shipping. So, I mean, boss fight studio shipping starts at $7. So mm -hmm. if you're just trying to get one figure that can be a little pricey. Um, but they have a lot of blanks that in stock that have been sold off. They have almost two pages out. of blanks. Yeah. 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 That have been sold out on the Boss Fight Studio pages for months. So if you've been looking to find harder to find colors or a couple harder to find figures, they're available on BBTS and you can add them to your pile of loot. So just wanted to bring that up. Um, 40th figure cases. If you're like me, I am one figure away from completing this line. Nice. All I need to do is find a stormtrooper now, which is obviously. I'll keep my eye out for you. Okay, please, because it, it, I. I mean, I, I'll charge you double the cost, but I'll keep my eye. Out <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Um, but this uh, company, Figure Shield, has released um, pretty much some star cases. I guess they're kind of like the Kleenex of the brand. You just call them a star case. But they've uh, released some protectant, uh, protective clamshell cases for the 40th figures. And this is really what I want because these are just going to get hung up on a wall. Yeah. Like those 40th ones will never get opened I bought an R2 to open, but all of the carded ones are just to look cool like the original 12 backs. Yeah. And we've heard that that's the end of that line. They're going to do those two waves, so you'll get all 12, and then that's it. So, oh, so they're just doing the original 12 and that's all? Yep, and oh, at okay. least in that carded version. So right. I think they're going to be increasingly hard to find. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of hard to find, uh, we mentioned Dan earlier in the show, Dan Klingensmith. Um, he has done uh, four different Kickstarter books now that show original artwork, original sketches of G.I. Joe products. Um, he basically just has an in with a lot of the creators from back in the day for G.I. Joe. Uh, so much so that a a lot of former Hasbro employees are going to him to help him 
to help them sell their collections. And so, I mean, there's been some pretty amazing things. Uh, he's already in the little banner picture. He shows an original Snake Eyes. Um, that's already been sold in there. A like mint condition, mint condition AFA ready, like never taken out of a box for its entire life. Snake Eyes. Uh, pretty amazing there, but um, he's also been selling off some of his own stuff, so not necessarily all hard to find <laughs> stuff from employees. But uh, I, you've got to be what group did he post? You've got to be a, a member of the GI Joe discussion, which is kind of an upper echelon GI Joe group to begin with to see my post. Um, but if you've been a long time listener or you're a stand-up guy, let me know. You have to be recommended to be able to join this private group where he's selling these things. And for good reason. I mean, he's selling heart, you know, he's selling thousand dollar collectibles and stuff like this for people. And just don't want to get into a pissing contest of having eBay or having PayPal disputes and stuff like this. So he's trying to keep this to, you know, upper echelon collectors or at least people that will respect the community. But if you're interested, let me know and I might be able to turn you on to that. Um, all right. What we got? Uh, how about guest first, Lotus? Have, have you gotten anything great in the last couple weeks? Um, yeah, I mean, I did get uh, Bad Q's Brawny, and I also got uh, Outback, which is their, uh, or actually Backland is what they call him, and it's their version of uh, Masterpiece Outback. So, uh, I haven't actually opened up Outback yet, but uh, it's pretty much the same figure uh, as far as transformation. Um, but yeah, I just recently got those two figures. And those were reissues, right? Yeah, yeah. They're actually 2017 reissues. The The first time that, that they came out was actually uh, 2014. Uh, so it's, it's pretty cool that they reissued them. I didn't realize it was that long ago. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm, I don't know exactly. I mean, on the box, it definitely says 2014. Um, oh. So I'm not too sure if that's when it originally came out. I totally missed it, and I wasn't willing to pay 250 to $300 for Brawny. <laughs> it was ridiculous, you know. Uh, I, I got these from China for literally under 60 bucks each shipped. Nice. Um, yeah, Lotus was telling me he's been taking advantage, and I've reposted it from Alias Angel Alias because Peter's just all over these uh, eBay coupons. The fifteen bucks off of seventy-five bucks. It's great. Day. I mean, and they're they're doing it every every month. They're giving us a coupon. Some months we're getting two of those coupons. Yeah, yeah. There's been like one, and then two days later, there's another. And the awesome thing is, is you don't even have to do one big purchase like Lotus did. Like, I just watch stuff now, knowing mm -hmm. that when one of those coupons pop up, I can buy this toy from this guy, this toy from this guy, and yep. this toy from this guy, and it equals $75. So it's essentially getting 20% off of your shit, you know? Yeah. So... Yep. 
Um, Vern, did you get anything? Um, I got a new, I got a new king size bed. I got a new <laughs> nightstand. Um, I got some new king size sheets and pillows. That's pretty much all I've gotten. <laughs> well, that's good. Hey, that's yeah, that's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Toy wise, no, I haven't gotten anything. <laughs> I haven't bought a toy since March. I'm sorry, since February. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, Lotus and I were talking about like we need to start a pool. <laughs> and uh and see if it's gonna do, break me yeah see yeah. like uh maybe not the specific toy but maybe like a brand that you yeah. buy like i, I tell you the, uh, when, the sdcc uh that sdcc collector's case man is really really gnawing at me i'm not gonna lie the revolution one? oh the, no, the, the, the little yeah the little masters <laughs> i love those things <laughs> Cause it's 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 got me right there. It's vintage and it's He-Man. You know, it's like, ugh. and it's something new. You know, yeah. And it's goofy. You like yeah, shit that's yeah. goofy. I do. I do. Yeah. I do. Um, me, yeah. Like I say, uh, since our last show, which was probably when we recorded that three weeks ago, right? I know yeah. It, yep. it just went. Yeah, we've been but... three weeks today. Yep. So yeah, I'm still receiving my stuff from. The, the great make toys fans project splurge uh, did you but, um not to cut you off but did you take advantage of prime day did you get anything on prime day uh the one thing i did do is they had the rogue one lego at uh-huh. so walmart has walmart is starting to clearance tons of their lego sets coming uh to get the uh, the uh fall ones that'll be coming in after comic-con so they dropped that uh, not at 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 uh, st the chicken walker they yeah. dropped it from 40 to 32 and then on we we've just got prime now so they're they're giving people 10 bucks just to try it uh so then i got that uh atst for another 10 bucks and got it within two hours of ordering it. Yeah, that's it is that what crazy. Prime Now is? Because I, I got yeah. the ten dollar coupon. I got the ten dollar coupon as well. I just didn't know it was a different service. So Prime Now you're, is. You're, yeah, but with the Prime Now, you you also have to tip. <laughs> you're supposed to tip the driver. Well, really? And this is where my cheapness came in. I didn't tip. I felt. <laughs> oh, I man, felt bad. You're flagged but, now. <laughs> I felt bad. Um, the so crazy... you get you get what you want within two hours? Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Nuts. I did not know that. Well, mine wasn't two hours. Mine was three hours. I ordered mine at eleven and it got here at it said delivery Still between crazy. two and four and I got here at two. So. Now what are you are you okay, so are you paying for a different membership with Prime now? Hold on, you're get you're getting Cylon-y on us. I said are you are you getting a different membership with Prime now? Um, is it well, a different than just regular prime? No, it, it's just prime, but it's only cities that offer it. So if you've gotten the promotion, that means your city offers it. Like, yeah, I, I got the $10, I got the $10 coupon. Um, so you could get, if you were interested in that ATST, but you can also like, we have sprouts, which is a much more inexpensive natural natural grocer compared to like whole foods it's like a cheap whole foods gotcha 
And even though Amazon just bought Whole Foods, they already had a partnership with Sprouts. So you can get, like, really good vegetables and shit like that. Like, like I don't buy vegetables from Safeway or King Supers or some people have Ralph's or Kroger's or whatever. <laughs> I don't buy vegetables from them anymore because Sprouts kills it. Um, so you could do Amazon that way. You could order yourself 20 bucks in avocados and get 10 bucks off of that. You know? And it comes in two, a, two or three hours. Yeah, and it comes in. It it says within two hours, but again. And there's no extra charge for that other than tipping the driver. Yeah, you should tip the driver. I was an asshole and said, I'm laid off. I'm not tipping them, even though I'm buying a toy I don't fucking need. <laughs> That's, it, I, it's, literally, it's literally just someone in their car that is driving from Amazon. <laughs> from like their warehouse to your house. It's literally a person in their car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. you, you so, can do that yourself as well. <laughs> so nice. I need to find out like what they actually get paid. You know, I like to tip people like somebody that waits on me. I know they're getting a shitty wage and that they're literally their hourly pay is dependent on tips. I'm all yeah. about that. Or I will tip like one buck to a takeout place. You know, like I order some Chinese food from you. I still go to your restaurant. I still pick it up, blah, blah, blah. I'll tip that person a buck. And yeah. that's and that's what I did with the Amazon. I did not tip them, but I tipped them a buck when it said the recommended tip was $5. I'm like, hmm. well, that's wiping out all my savings here. Yeah. You know? But yeah. so, yeah, just be be aware of that if you're going to use it be ready to tip it is somebody going you know like lotus said and they were in their own little car that kind of shit so yeah um yeah so i did the prime now i got a lot of other stuff on prime now a lot of gadgets and doodads i got my first home automation smart plug oh um, nice um shit like that but so what are you going to turn on and off with it uh <laughs> our lamp in our living room it's the only light that we like when we leave for the night we try to keep on for the dog so the dog's not in pitch black so i got it for that because we constantly forget to turn it on <laughs> so now i can turn it on for my cell phone if we forget <laughs> cool yeah I, I got a couple good deals i picked up uh I picked up our dog some training collars um, for like half of what it would normally cost. And then I got Emmy a pair of New Balance shoes for work for like 15 bucks. Oh, hell um, yeah. Yeah, there was a really good deal on those. But I think that's all I bought. But I was wondering, looking around, I didn't really see much that, you know, that I, that I needed. It, it's like Black Friday, you know. They had, a, they had the Alexa. For, they had the uh, Amazon uh, Echo for the, the big one for half off. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, was a good deal. Well, and I think people are just learning, hey – because the the um, tap now is mm -hmm. voice activated yeah. and the dots, unless you need a fancy speaker in your room, I mean, all we yeah. have is a dot and the yeah. dot works fucking perfect. Yeah. Um, the thing I didn't snap about and I read an article, of course, after they were on sale was uh, I read an article about how great the dot is for your car. And mm -hmm. it really fucking is good for your car. Like, because you can, the problem with the dot is it doesn't have a battery. So it has to be plugged in at all times. So you'd have well, to Well, that's, that's the same thing with the Echo. 
I mean, with oh, the with the, the big echo? one. Yeah, oh, it's a big the one. The same way. Yeah. Oh well, maybe yeah, that's. Yeah. I was curious about what the tap was all about, and I guess that's the benefit of the, the tap, tap. Is just is... that you have to tap it to activate it. Well, and you don't have to do that anymore. It's voice okay. activated now, but the tap has a battery. Okay. So, so that's like a portable. You, uh, you, yeah, it's like a portable Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, I mean, it would be pretty amazing to have Alexa in the car. But I have. But how is that working? Is that working? Is is she? Is, are you? Are you setting that up through your Wi-Fi signal on your phone? Is she using because it needs a yeah. Wi-Fi signal to work? Yeah, that's exactly okay. right. So you're syncing it to your to your cell service then, basically. It, yeah, and that's the yeah. nice thing is uh, since we upgraded, we now have hotspot on our. Phone. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. And, and cars have hot. If you have a newer yeah, car, yeah. you might have hotspot in your car right. too. But yeah, one one thing about you know having any of the uh, I know this is, sounds like a commercial for Amazon or something, but uh, <laughs> the one of the nice things is there is special deals that you have if you order directly through your Amazon uh, device that there are actually special pricing for people who order stuff through, so you can invoke Alexa on certain items and you'll get a cheaper price than if you go to the website and buy it from there. So just huh. keep keep an eye on that. There's specials. If you search for stuff, there's definitely price deals that they offer if you order through Alexa. Well, that's good to know. And then one of the other benefits, like you say, kind of sounds like a commercial, but that's good on Amazon. They're, they're producing good services and products. Is, uh, the cool thing with Alexa is if you've ever seen an add-on item, where it's super cheap, but it's like you have to buy $25 worth of stuff, even if you're prime, you know, just to get it at that price. You can order it over Alexa without having to meet that minimum requirement. Yeah. So they had like Dungeons and Dragons. We were talking about that. They had the complete series two disc DVD thing for like $3.88. But it was an add-on item only, so you had to buy another $20 worth of stuff to be able to order it. I was able to order it through Alexa by itself for $3.88 free shipping for the entire series. Yeah. Nice. So it it works for that. If you see a lot of add-on stuff that you want to order but you don't want to place a $25 order, that's another benefit to it. Yeah. All right, well, let's get on here. My my computer went to sleep. We've been talking about uh, Amazon Prime Day so long. Uh, it, as far as everything out, I got a G1 Mind Wipe. I finally found a really good price. It, it was a knockoff, but that means it came with a box and instructions and tech specs and unused stickers and all that kind of stuff. But I got a G1 Mind Wipe. Um, I got the last night Megatron, the Voyager toy. Uh, there's an amazing, I, I think it's Wajang, uh, upscaled, uh, leader size version of this. So literally like yeah. MP, mm-hmm. um, no need for me to have anything that big, even though I do have the, uh, the, the MO1 commander, yeah, MPP 10. Um, yeah. Yeah, not the MPP-10, but the uh, Evasion Optimus. Oh, okay. 
So I have that and I love it, but I don't need a Megatron in that scale. This Voyager one is amazing. Like one of the best Voyager toys I've seen in a long time, in my opinion. So it's no wonder that they upscaled it and did some mold enhancements um, to it. Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, oh, my last purchase, the day I got laid off, my, my last big toy purchase I made, uh, a G1 hardhead. I was like, fuck it. Nice. I'm, I'm just going to buy it. Got a great price on it. Uh, 70 bucks shipped um, in really good shape. It's tech specs panel is really hard to flip down and i'm just considering it it is the last big toy purchase i made i just don't want to flip it down right now so yeah yeah if it doesn't why, feel good yeah yeah i'm just like ah, i'm gonna leave it until i get a job and then i'll flip it down <laughs> and see if it snaps but uh yeah that's that's been it for me um, all right, let's get into listener feedback and questions. Alias Angel Alias uh, had very sneaky of him said, I want you to talk about these four things. And he just posted four <laughs> Another 25-minute segment to the show. Yeah, so we're going to make it a little quick. Um, he's actually going to be, he's on a cross-country road trip right now, and he's going to be in Denver sometime next week. So I'm going to get to meet him and his wife in nice. person. We're going to go cool. out and have a dinner. We're still... He's not quite sure when he's going to be in Denver yet. Is so. he going to pay since you're laid off? <laughs> <laughs> That's the horrible thing, because normally I would, of course, pay for somebody that was visiting me, you know, because they already have the expense of traveling and all that. But, yeah, that's. That's an interesting question, Vern. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. if he's going to pay or not. Because when you come down here, I, I'm going to pay. I'll pay for you. No, I'll, you're not going to pay for it. You're bullshit. already giving me room and transportation. So. Yeah, but so what? That's nothing. <laughs> I'm going to the same damn place you're going. <laughs> I know. But I that's that, like I was saying in our chat, I was like, that's either going to be poor me i still don't have a job two months later or that's going to be like fuck yeah i got a job and this is my last vacation before i have to start working um okay can you guys my chrome does not like his first link the third party ucs lego ewing barbricks it keeps crashing my chrome mine's doing us uh now mine opened it up it says join the rebellion so um, it... yeah, it says, yeah, join the rebellion. Here, I need to open this up in Firefox or something. Um, yeah. oh, well, it's uh, thirty-three hundred bricks and eight minifigures. Um, it's the SBO one. I'm assuming that's what we're calling it. Uh, Let me see. Sorry. It's a, here we go. It's a U wing. Now, Lotus, are you uh? So I know Transformers is kind of your focus. We talked a little bit about Marvel. Are you, uh, given your age, are you a Star Wars fan? Are you? A Star I am fan? not. I am not into Star Wars. I can really? officially. I can officially say that um, I never really got into Star Wars. 
um, as a kid. And uh, so <laughs> once again, I'm that oddball. <laughs> the whole world is into Star Wars and I'm just not. So. Are you into anything? Are you like into Star Trek or anything like that or just sci-fi in general? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I love Star Trek. I, I love uh, I love the original series. I love uh, the next generation. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I love and, sci-fi stuff in general. Absolutely. And you're not saying you hate the movies, right? You're just, no, not, no, no. Yeah, I just, I just never just really got into collecting any, anything. I never, I just never really got into it. As now when a new movie, when a new, like when episode eight comes out, are you going to go see it? No. Okay. All right. So I'm not, I, I wouldn't pay money to go see it. I would wait. Um, and then if my friend, you know, if one of my friends buy the Blu-ray or something, I'd probably borrow right. the Blu-ray from, you know, I, I, I don't have, I just don't have that urge to, to see it yeah. in, in, the, in the theater. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm the oddball, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong I don't drink. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this U-Wing, amazing. I mean, it is, I, it's, it's really nice. Dude, the Lego community besides not being bitching like that's the one thing i'm i'm on some facebook groups i'm on some blogs they don't bitch about a lot of stuff they bitch about like the san diego comic-con exclusives because they make them next to impossible to get but these fans don't bitch about much and they make amazing things like this this is ridiculous so what is what's what's 90 centimeters we did 50 centimeters earlier, and I already forgot. That was 20 inches, so 90 is 35 inches long. That's fucking crazy. That thing's three feet long. Like so two, It's like two books. To, yeah, yeah, and that's what's crazy is uh, they're actually, like, printing books. Yeah, they're beautiful. I mean, the books, the books are beautiful. This is amazing. Oh, you got to send an email to get a, find out about the books. But the minifigures look great, too. Yeah, and, the, but, and they have all the instructions on here, too. Like, if you just want digital, they're all on there. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, let's see. What else? AAA. Looks like Trypticon is a little shorter, but his dino tail can be extended. Oh, you can't link to videos on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> we don't have time yeah, to watch. Unless them, you want to hear but, them uh, playing. <laughs> yeah, and I I've seen the pics that he's talking about. Uh, he's below the shoulders on Metroplex, which does, considering he's a dinosaur, he does tend to look a little a little small. But I've also seen the ones where the tail kind of extends him up a little bit. So, I would say, I don't care. Like, he won't stand, I, I can't imagine him standing next to my Metroplex, because right now my Fort Max, my G1 is standing next to him. What's funny is my, uh, my Point Dread and Talon Fighter is, is in front of him. And it's as tall as Metroplex. That's kind of impressive for that piece. But yeah, I, I'm excited about the Trypticon. I'm not a 
I'm not a uh, early adopter. I'm not going to pay 150 for it. I'll wait till I see it at a Toys R Us or a Black Friday sale or something like that. But I'm not too worried about the the Dino hype. Um, and then the Mighty. Oh, here we go. He's he's the Die Battles guy. Yeah, I so, never never got into any of the die battle stuff. Yeah, and I get it. Like when they first came out, he was trying to convince me. He was like, "But look how cool they are!" <laughs> and I just, again, they're they're just not in my wheelhouse. Um, I I like Zoids more than I like these, and Zoids are the kind of same thing: huge mechs with small drivers, that kind of thing. I mean, I'm, I'm all about action figures having metal or uh, uh, um, magnets on their feet, oh, uh, yeah, which yeah. which are awesome. But um, yeah, other than that, yeah, and and I get the whole world. Like he immersed me in the whole world, and I and I really love that. Like if that's your thing, um, very Gundam ass that kind of thing, uh, but just not for me. Uh, and then it, he says, are there, are there anything you guys are excited about here? And it's a Toys R Us link. So, oh yeah, we didn't talk about these. So I'm glad he posted this link. Uh, so he linked to the Comic-Con exclusives mm -hmm. for Toys R Us. Uh, so super excited about the Gree. I, yeah, I, I'm a definitely green, like him. I'm a Gree fan. Um, I pick and choose the Black Series, so this will be one I really want. MP10 released for another time. Big yawn there, but good on people that haven't gotten it yet, or maybe yeah. People are saying it was going to be like 180, though. I mean, that's it's just ridiculous. Yeah, that seems kind of weird. That the packaging yeah. is more generic first release and that's going to be 60 bucks more you know which uh, one i'm really excited about is the voltron uh metal lion to create an eight inch voltron yeah yeah that's see, really that's, cool it, but this is just a first available like that's something that's already you can pre-order on bbts mm. so that's that's kind of my that's kind of my fucking thing where I get pissed off about Toys R Us exclusives is are all of these are not really exclusives. They're just first available, but I so it's first available at, at big at entertainment Earth's booth. Exactly. Right. Is that what you're saying? And then after yeah. that, it'll be available online or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. they usually put them on sale the, the same day online and then unless it's just a runaway hit, then it's available in store eventually, too. I mean, Soundwave was that way. I mean, well, every every U.S. MP release has been that way every year. You know, Prowl was first available at San Diego Comic-Con and then available in store. Um, the one thing that, the one thing, just because... Uh, I've been uh, reading through my tech blogs and stuff like this is the one thing I'm really excited about, not for me, but just in general is the Marvel legends, a force heroin six pack. 
the simple fact that they're putting a six-pack together of all female legends, that's awesome. I, I think female figures have gotten a bad rap from the community, and and I'm right there with you. I don't buy a lot of female figures. There's not a lot of characters that are female that I'm like, oh, I, I have to get that. Um, but that's one thing I would really love to see change. Um, is just more female figures, super articulated collector edition figures yeah. that are females, you know. Um, but yeah. So now, Vern, you say you're excited about these, the Voltron, but yeah, the mini lions, they're metal. Yeah. Not excited enough to buy that, right? I think if I seen these in the store, I probably would buy them. Yes. Oh, that'd be I really do. I, I really them. do. Just because it's small enough, and it's just it's kind of the, in that little area I like it's not vintage but it's metal and it's combiner and it's robots you know and I like Voltron so because I saw for the first time ever the box set of the plastic ones the mm -hmm. ones that have been yeah I've seen the plastic these. ones many times yeah, yeah yeah but have you seen the box set no I haven't seen the box are you talking about the full size box set like yeah so, so I haven't the didn't even know they had it yeah, yeah, they just came out with it, and it's How much is huge, a uh, hundred bucks. Hmm. So they're not charging it's any not extra bad. for it, but the box is bigger than the Fort Max Metroplex box. I mean, it's a big suitcase box with yeah. Because the black line itself is like fifty bucks, isn't it? No, thirty bucks. Oh, thirty bucks. Okay. But yeah, but still pretty good. The individual lions, if you get them at a Walmart or a or a Target, they're eighteen bucks a piece. Mm -hmm. So right there, you're looking at seventy-two. Yeah, so you're looking at a hundred and two dollars at the cheapest retail yeah. price, and the box sets a hundred. So yeah. But yeah, I'll be curious to see the uh, these metal ones for the mass release are being sold in a box set. So I assume it'll be the same here. Yeah. So let us know, Vern. Maybe on a what? It might got. be the might be the thing that you br you br you uh, win money on at that pool. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, that's the insider thing. Yeah. If we actually start a pool. You got a, <laughs> You got the inside tip. All right. What's going on with my crow? gentlemen? I, I don't mean to let you get. I gotta go. It's uh. uh yeah, oh, it it's, is yep. 8.30. All right. Yes, yep. All right, guys. It's been good. You have fun right, with the rest cool. of the show. I will talk to you all next time. All right. Take care. Right. See you. Later. The next thing on the, uh, the uh, voicemail and comments was actually yours, Lotus. And it was uh, just in regards to your comments of going back and listening to the shows. Um, and I, I thought you were spot on and I just wanted to bring this up, not to toot my own horn, but no, no, I mean, I, I, I just feel, I just feel it's, it's real important. I mean, um, you know, if, if anyone out there wants to listen to those old episodes, I mean, I would, I would implore them to do it. I mean, it's just really cool because this, this podcast, this show that you created, you know, really does center around all of the events and all the toys and sightings and everything that is, you know, has come out over the years. And 
honestly, you guys have been doing it for so many years that you've literally created a, a, a history, a trail of, of history. I mean, I go ahead and I look at, you know, a lot of these figures that I have, you know, as you were talking about them on those early episodes, you know, I mean, you're, we're talking back in 2008. That's, that's a long time ago. We're, you know, almost a 10 year old run. That's, I, I mean, I don't know many podcasts out there that are, you know, that have been running for that long, you know? So, I mean, it's, uh, it's really cool that you can go ahead and you can listen to it. You guys are, you know, you and your wife are talking about it. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, this is, uh, this is stuff that was really cited, you know, it was really, you know, on the store shelves back then. So it was really, really cool to hear, to hear that, um, you know, progress. I mean, I, and also, you know, you, you would, uh, when third party was starting to come out, you know, you would, uh, you would refer to them as, you know, fan, fan-made projects and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. It, it's just funny, you know, third party really wasn't a term kind of back then, you know, no one really understood what was happening. Um, so that's also, you know, fun to listen to on, on you know, cause we really didn't know how to classify and now, you know, everybody just knows third party, you know, what the definition of it is. So it, it's it's cool. It's just cool to listen to those episodes. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thank you for for doing it for so long. Well, I appreciate it, and that's. I mean, it's kind of one of those trippy things that. I mean, we're coming up on our tenth anniversary, and granted, we're not we're not prolific. I mean, podcasts have started a, a two years ago that have already put out more episodes than we did. Yeah. You know, and and. But like you say, just that history, I, we were talking and I was like, holy shit, we started recording this at the beginning of classics. Like that yeah. was one of the first things I saw when I started collecting again was classics. And I'm just like, Jesus, it, it's insane to think about it. And I hadn't even thought about the third party thing because you're absolutely right is in the show notes it says it says fan-made projects yeah so if you're ever if you're ever a glutton for some punishment you want to you want to hear uh mrs mcfavorite and i bicker you know there's episodes that devolve especially towards the end if you can stick them out to the uh hour and a half two hour mark back then you can definitely get some good uh Mrs. McFavorite and, and slick bickering. Um, I plan to do it someday. I, I don't like, I'm just like everybody. I don't like the sound of my voice. That's why I don't like to edit the show or anything like that. But someday I will listen back to these. Maybe it's when I'm clearancing out toys and selling them for 10 cents on the dollar because nobody cares anymore. But someday i'll yeah. go back and listen to all of those episodes. yeah it's it's really really interesting like i said to be able to listen to an episode where you're talking about you know going to walmart and seeing what's on the shelves or you know before they even hit walmart you know there th- those early episodes you were talking about classics before they even were out in the source shelves and you know it's just it's just it's cool because this is something that we all live through you know, and it's, uh, you know, I, we all bought those toys on the shelves, you know, at that, at those, at that time and fast forward 10 years, 
and look at how far we've come, you know? So it's, it's neat. It's real neat. Um, all right. Grab bag. Uh, well, this will, uh, Vern might've had more of a, more of a, uh, horse in this race, but, uh, Star Wars land, uh, has been announced for the Disney's park. Um, it was first leaked and then confirmed by, uh, Disney at D23. That was also this weekend. Uh, that is the official Disney convention, which now most of the Star Wars stuff and most of the Marvel stuff is revealed at this convention. Uh, they talk about their new Galaxy Edge Star Wars land that will be coming to the Star Wars parks. Are about Star Wars land there at all? The, the stuff they do is is really awesome, you know, as far as the what they have existing for for Star Wars, and uh, the new Avatar Land is is really awesome as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I no doubt, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Um, you know, I guess me not being a major Star Wars person, uh, I'll I'll definitely go there. I'll you know have the experience, but you know I don't. Um, I guess I don't have a, a deep passion for it like the rest of the world. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. I'm just being honest. So, you know. Yeah, no, that's all we can ask. Uh, the big thing about this experience is they're talking about 100% immersive. So, uh, again, we're just seeing render artist renders here. But they're showing, like, hotel rooms where your window looks out into space and shit like that like yeah. i mean this yeah. is pretty crazy uh set to open in 2019 at least they always do kind of phased rollouts like even harry potter you know you had a first phase and now they've rolled out a second phase and there's rumors of a third phase of it but uh I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, one of the links in the uh, one of the links in the show notes talks to one of the designers that is is helping at least in these early stages. So um, again, just because of time, we're not going to go too far into this. But if you want to see even more, there are tons of pictures of a. 50-foot diorama that they did of this new parkland. And, I mean, it is just crazy. Crazy. It's a, I mean, it basically looks like Jurassic Park, but it's Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Disney magic, you know. It's Disney magic, and, you know, they, they're going to do it like no one else, you know, can do it. So, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a magical experience for anybody. Yeah. Insane. Uh, next up. Oh, good. Well, Vern hadn't seen it anyway, so he won't get spoiled. Uh, the last night. So have you seen it? Yes. Okay. Uh, so let's just take a few minutes again. We're a little bit of time crunch, but, uh, uh, what were your thoughts? What did you think about it? Um, you know, uh, 
the the movie itself i i wasn't really impressed with the with the the storyline um the only thing that i really enjoyed out of the movie was cogman um i i thought he was he was a really good character um you know and he he was quote unquote you know the headmaster you know they they never said that he was going to be a transformer they just we just knew that he was a headmaster and he was he was the headmaster you know in, in, you know of that time um and you know helping anthony hopkins out um and uh but yeah i thought his character was great i mean i love the the part where you know, Anthony Hopkins character was was talking about um, trying to tell the story of the Knights. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, he goes all of a sudden he just starts, you know, kind of, uh, you know, playing the organ, you know, as like an added effect. And Anthony Hopkins turns like stop Cogman, you know, and and then and then the next part, you know, he, he's on the balcony singing like an opera singer, you know, to add extra added effects. I mean, I, I really enjoyed his character, you know, even when he was driving in, in the in the the uh, in the car, you know, he was kind he of was so sitting low rider. Yeah. He was like a low rider. <laughs> you know, I mean, I thought his character was great, but honestly, the movie itself. I just didn't feel anything like, I mean, each, each movie, as we've gone through all these movies, I have at least felt a little something like, you know, sparked maybe a little emotion here and there or something. But this one, there really wasn't anything. Um, I don't know. I prime prime didn't transform. I, I don't, I don't understand why you would at least put some CG or something, spend a little money to have prime at least transform. Don't just show, you know, him in his robot mode. And then you see the, the truck cab driving, you know, that I don't understand. This is transformers. I, I don't get it. So. Yeah. And I, I was kind of the same way. Like, I think one of my biggest things was, it seemed like a movie about the humans and the, transformers were along for the ride and, yeah and and a lot of people said that about the first one but to me to me the first one's the only one that's ever had any heart and and maybe that's because i wanted to love that so much and then it just got too michael bay-esque through all the rest of them um, I did like the third one with the uh, space bridge story ripped from the cartoons that they were trying to mm -hmm. bring Cybertron in through the space bridge. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just the just the stereotypical Michael Bay things and, and something that gets in the way of Star Wars movies, too, in my opinion, is the need for the comic relief. The need for the the young heroine, and and in Michael Bay's case, which I especially oh get out of here, you're scary. Fuck you. <laughs> Are you still recording? Yes, yes. Vern had to leave. We passed his time that he could record. Um, Josh, when you're done. Uh... Need some help? Okay. All right. Uh, it'll be at least thirty minutes. I told him that. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, just the need for all these stereotypes and 
and and cinema tropes i just i don't get that and i know he's doing it because he's trying to appeal to the most mass audience as possible he's trying to make the most money possible but i'm just like i'm just glad that this one shit the bed and that hopefully beyond the bumblebee spinoff hopefully this will be the last bay-esque movie we see from the franchise. I mean, speaking about Bumblebee, I mean, I don't, I didn't really understand why he has the ability to split apart. I don't, I don't understand why he can just split apart when someone shoots at him and. And they never explained it. They were just like, look at this cool thing I can do. Like, why? I mean, it's cool. You know, I guess it's cool that he can do that. I just don't really understand you know, that whole thing. And, you know, if, if he still has a spark in his chest, I guess he can just do whatever. And I don't know, it doesn't make any sense because other characters in this same movie verse have gotten shot and literally blown apart and they're, they're dead. They're no longer there. So I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. Like, Maybe, like, it's kind of cool that you have a wireless connection to all the rest of your anatomy. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a cool concept. But explain that. Explain, like, oh, and and this is what actually something I'm glad we didn't see because I hated it from the last movie, was the whole, like, uh, uh, pixel forming or whatever you call oh, it. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't see any more of that. That was garbage. But maybe explain, like, oh, Bumblebee can do that because they learned how to do it from the humans. You know, like, they they took a human technology and adapted it for themselves, finally, or something. You know, like, explain that. Um, I did kind of like the... And and, uh, in case you didn't realize, this is spoiler-filled... Um, I did kind of like the concept that Earth was Unicron. I didn't like that Unicron was the savior, though, that was yeah. going to that was going to destroy Cybertron because Cybertron was always going to devour other plant. Like, I didn't like how they kind of reversed that role. But, but I don't understand how Unicron. If he's been here on Earth the whole time, I mean, I don't understand that either. Because if he were, if he were to truly, you know, I guess just, you know, reveal himself, wouldn't Earth just crumble and break apart? Like, I don't, I don't understand how Unicron has been here on Earth. At least, maybe that's what I was got. That that's what I was understanding is he was actually here the whole time. Well, he is the Earth. That's what they were saying. So like, okay, he so there's is the Earth, you know. Like, but then if he trans, if, <laughs> but it he would break, he would destroy. Okay, well I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, then yeah. then we die because he would. <laughs> I mean, if he would reveal himself, we would just it would break everything. You know, I don't know. So, yeah. Okay. Well, in the in the horns too, they're like. These horns are moving around. They're not supposed because they were talking about Pangea, right? Is that yeah? The, is that the one continent? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. So they were talking about in Pangea, his horns would have been in a perfect circle, but now that the Earth is shifted, his horns are all over the planet. I'm like, okay, so how does that happen? You know, like, yeah. uh, so, yeah, just unfortunate. Um, we talked about the onslaught of, like, the comic way of introducing new characters, like, release all these people from prison and it's all these characters we've never heard of no one gives a shit about i couldn't even tell between a few of them when they were attacking you know um, yeah and what was the deal with quintessa so she if she slaps you then she's under you're under her power she just you just slap she just slaps you and that's it that's well, that she was, can take over a prime. I mean, she's, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, the, the most, it, to me, it almost seemed like she talked him into it. And then it was a thing where Bumblebee talked him out of it. I'm just like, but she oh, talked him. She, the only reason, the only way she talked him into it was she had to touch him first. Oh yeah, that was right. So like, she slapped him on his face and that's where he was cut. Like he was bleeding. Yeah, he had that red coloring come down. Yeah, Yeah, just like, oh, God. And the fact that she was Quintessa, and I kind of like that she was a play on the Quintessons because she was tentacly, and she was supposedly the the father or the mother of all Transformers. But, yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ. Just another Michael Bay catastrophe, in my opinion. I kind of felt bad about Canopy, too. I mean, Canopy, actually, I felt was a good care. Like, he, they could have done some stuff with him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't, I mean, it was very interesting that, you know, to make a pile of junk, you know, figure, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but. that was cool. Um, Squeaks was all right. Like I might buy the deluxe if I see it. I kind of like how Squeaks got this big like murder arm, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't even lift, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But but again, like why do you have to have a a early? And this was probably the worst part of it for me. Again, just maybe because I have a daughter, like. Why do you have to have an early teenage girl, granted she's cool, she's a mechanic, but then you sexualize her. Put her in a tank top that's low cut, Mm. you know, when she's running you see her boobs bounce and she's supposed to be 14? I'm like, Yeah, I don't know. That that, that just goes with, you know, what he he likes, I guess. I mean, he's had, he had that 18-year-old card uh, in, I forgot what the, the... Number, the second, the third movie or the fourth movie, it was Age of Extinction, where the the boyfriend was was uh, was at the bar and he had that he had a card that he pulls out of his wall that says it's legal in this state or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, is yeah, exactly. I mean, it's come on. Yeah, it's just, the, it's, the sexualization is a yeah. crazy. But all right, uh, next up, uh, Masters of the Universe. Mad Duck Posters, so kind of what Mondo's done, Um, a new company, and we've talked about this before, is started a new uh, limited run of fine art prints, Uh, these, 
uh, are hand numbered. And this first one that we're getting a look at is Axel Jimenez. Is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it, it really does look nice. I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't collect masters, but man, that that art, I can definitely appreciate. You know, nice art, and this really, really looks very, very well done. And I think the the biggest the the thing that I love the most about it is that like overlaid Skeletor in the background laughing. Yeah. And that's from the cartoon, but just so menacing, you know. Like, that's gorgeous. Um, again, we talked about them previously. They're pretty price pricey. Um, I'm not. I'm not a big. It, it's so weird. I'm a graphic designer. I'm an. I'm an artist at heart. But the last thing I want to spend my money on is art. Uh, to me, the toys are the art. You know, and I yeah. like the and I like the packaging art one because they're doing the best with a utilitarian thing. They need to put something on shelves that attracts eyes that are a certain size that has all of this safety information, you know, like that's why I like the package art, but just something free form like this. It, it's just not in my wheelhouse. It's not. Yeah. I mean, you, you really, a lot. yeah. And I, I can kind of agree. I mean, you really have to have a, you know, a room or you have to have a place to display something like this. You know, you wouldn't want to just buy it and then just keep it off to the side. You know, you would really want to display it. So you would, you'd want to have, you know, somewhere where you could display it. Um, you know, when, when I, my, the one company I buy from, for my statues, they all, the statue comes with a really nice art print. And, um, you know, it is, it is something nice to display if you have something to pair it with. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's very interesting. It's just, it is they, these, you know, whether it's Mondo or any of these companies, they are very, very expensive. So you have to put, put money into it. Yeah. And I, and I feel you because uh, one of the few statues I own is a Kotobukiya, the original Star Wars, Ralph McQuarrie, Darth Vader, and uh, Luke Skywalker mm -hmm. work where they're fighting each other and yep. Luke has the gas mask on and all that shit. Uh, on the back of that box, it was a huge box, uh, it had that artwork and I cut it out and it hangs in our living room. Now sure. to Mrs. McFavorite lets me get away with a lot of stuff in the <laughs> living room that most wives would not let people get away with. But uh, a friend of mine that uh, I go to San Diego or I used to go to San Diego Comic-Con with um, quite a bit uh, was over this week and we were recording their pre-Comic-Con uh, show which I'll post about on the on the pages and on my Twitter when it comes out but he was like oh whoa where'd you get that print from and I'm like it's not a print it's the the back of this box you yeah. know but that's how beautiful it was so that's awesome to hear that the companies you're buying these high-end mm -hmm. statues from and, and it's the of it. and, and the Ralph McQuarrie one that you have that 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 back of the box is essentially the, your statue, right? It, it has, 
Yeah. Is that where they, that's well, the no, rendition? Yeah. No, no, it, this is the original artwork. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. The, the front is the statue if you wanted just a really high quality picture of the statue, but the back is the artwork. Okay, well, so yeah, so it's the same kind of scenario where the companies that I'm buying from, they're, it's, it's, the, it's the artwork of what they decided, the designer decided to create, and then um, from there, the, the statues produced. But yeah, that, it's ba- virtually the same kind of scenario. So, and it's, really, it's great, you know, I, I have all of them, and I, I just buy IKEA frames for, for them and, uh, you know, and hang them up next to, the, next to the statue. And it just really, it really completes that whole entire package. Yeah, and, and I think there's no better way to complement a physical product mm-hmm. by, by uh, oh, yeah. By making a companion artwork for it, we'll we'll get into your uh, your box collection uh, on another episode. But <laughs> I, I really want you to tell that story because I I told it to Bird and, and he was just laughing his ass off. So <laughs> in a good way, in a good way, as, as just the epitome of a true collector, you know. <laughs> Um, all right, last up, G.I. Joe, and this is kind of, this kind of crosses a, a lot of boundaries. We're talking about G.I. Joe, Transformers, uh, Inspector Gadget, uh, Dino Riders, if you're lucky to catch it back in the day. Um, but unfortunately, a, a, a hero, a, a monster in our in our community has passed away uh wally burr passed away on july 9th um he he was the voice director for transformers throughout the entire uh i'm not sure if he was season three but season one and two for sure so the first 120 episodes um he also did gi joe jim uh, like I say, Inspector Gadget. Uh, he was the voice director for the Transformers movie as well. So, in in one of my, in, in my opinion, one of the de facto best animated movies of all time. Um, it's in my top ten movies of all time. Period. It, it ranks right up there with uh, Godfather Two, Reservoir Dogs. You know things like mm-hmm. that so yeah. and and that's in great credit to him you know he was he was working it was also if, if people don't realize this he was also one of the people to direct one of the first like all-star voice casts um back in the day disney movies were not voiced by all the biggest stars of the time Transformers the movie was one of the first movies to take true stars of the time uh, Orson Welles to be the epitome of that example mm-hmm. and make a movie with stars as the voices so I, I think a lot of credit goes to him I, I'm sure they couldn't have put a cast together like that without the credentials of Wally Burr as being who their director was going to be so so big props to him and somebody that'll be woefully missed so we'll yeah. do uh let, let's do a uh a, a moment of silence 
guys. Well, thank you. Sorry, did I always do that? I, I don't know how many episodes <laughs> I've done, but I've I, sad. I, I, I've ended it on the hey, we lost somebody really important. To right. Uh, but uh, it's it's been amazing having you on the show, Lotus. And like I say, this was kind of a a trial run to see if you felt comfortable if it, it seemed to be a good fit in my opinion you fit right in it, it's been amazing yeah I, I really really had a lot of fun definitely definitely had a lot of fun um so yeah it's uh definitely good and, and like i said just definitely thanks for for doing this um this podcast for so many years you know it's a lot of podcasts they uh you know they they come and they go you know so to to, to have this many shows and to basically have the same format all these years is really awesome. So, Yeah, and, and as you are, I am very OCD, so it it came and it, and it went for about a year, a year and a half, and so I'm just glad uh, due to the efforts of people like you, um, especially people like Vern, Burns picked up the editing mantle from Mrs. McFavorite. I think if I had to edit this myself and listen to my own voice, I never would have continued this podcast. So <laughs> uh, big props to Vern and big props to everybody that's come since. Dave, I mean, it was short-lived, but we loved having him. Uh, Swage was amazing while he was with us. Roger has always been great, and, and Roger's not gone, but it's just not convenient for him to record on on our day, but hopefully we'll have him back uh, once his schedule clears up. So I more think, of it, and like I say, especially Mrs. McFavorite, she's the one that has to put up with my my hoarder <laughs> mentality. I mean, if you were to walk into my room and just, I mean, literally the entire center of my room is floor to ceiling boxes of stuff that I need to do something with, either display it or sell it or throw it away, one of the two. So without all of my amazing co-hosts and my supporting cast, this this wouldn't exist. So so thank everybody and thank you, Lotus, for hopefully being the the next generation of the show as well. So. Cool. All right, guys. Well, and you should know this. We'll see you sooner rather than later or well, later rather than sooner. <laughs> All right, guys.